to the Off Age Podcast. And I'm Ajara Gift Ata. My full name is, and that is Nuita Tolua. Please don't do that. Don't do that to me. The thing is, like this weekend, right? There was this guy. I was mm. like, "What's your name?" I was like, "Nuita, Nigeria boy." I was like, "My name is Nuita." Name was like, uh-huh. like he wasn't excited. And I was like, "Oh, and my other name is like Tolu." He was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. "Now we're talking uh-huh. Tolu, Tolu one in me, ba." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Was like, okay, good, good, nice one. I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. So, when you meet someone, you be like, "What's your Nigerian name?" Be like, "Bra, I just told my name. So why do you um, those are my names?" Man. Authenticity. They need the full thing. No, you can't just say anything. Oh, how are you guys been? How have you been? Today? Good. What's today? The day of recording, no. Valentine is coming. <laughs> no, Valentine is here. Oh my god. <laughs> Hope you are receiving flowers. It's <laughs> <Still> plastic. <laughs> flower is still flower. Wait, have you received anything? This is another year. I think my fourth year being single Valentine's Day. <laughs> Fourth or almost fourth, but oh fourth year. Bruh, the consistency. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to be consistent, you know. Yeah, in everything you do. Yeah, everything. That's where success comes from, you know. Okay, mm. chai, but you don't want success in... You, Uncle. Me? Mm. Valentine's? Nope, not once. Have you ever received a Valentine's gift? I've never... Okay, Valentine's gift, no. No. And about that, what is it with women and giving this minor gift to men? For your birthday, either as a wallet or a or a pair of boxers or a singlet or a button. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Or a sock, one pair. If you're lucky. No, like I'll say, some women are selfish with the, how they give. Gang, gang, some women shorts. actually find it. Maybe these are things that they see you don't have, and they're like, okay, let me gift it to him on wow. Valentine's Day. Yeah, wow. but in general, thoughtful gifts are actually worth it. So you want them that the singlet is very No, thoughtful. no, no, like thoughtful gifts, like other things that you know he will really like. Something like, for example, if you mm. can afford a, maybe he plays... Uh, a, a nice Range Rover would no, be he, nice. No, he plays uh, PlayStation. Then you find the suck one of maybe the latest FIFA game and buy for him. <gasps> you know, I'm not hating on, on, I'm not hating on my black sisters, right? Mm. But... I don't know. Like there was this period. I think it was yeah. It was um towards it was last year in mm-hmm. December, and I kept on like scrolling through social media like um TikTok, Reddit. You see guys posting. My girlfriend got me like this like nice pair of shoes, like two boxes, <laughs> right? Not in Nigeria. Proper original, you know, or ooh, 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 a PS Five, and I'm like, man, these white girls are out here flexing, like just just. Like what about Auntie? Eh? Amala. <laughs> so I'm Amala. gonna cook for you. <laughs> no, but I think that <laughs> <laughs> you have to take it as a gift <laughs> to get ready. But like we were saying oh, before, yeah. I for me I won't value Valentine's gifts if, if let's say we're dating and I won't value Valentine's if other days you're not giving me gifts. Yeah. Like for, I'll be like, so if Valentine does not exist, that means I'll never get a gift. But there'll be I'm sure there'll be something else to replace. No, Valentine's like the now. thing is I appreciate when a man is like, maybe other days, buy me gift. Like I saw this, you like mm-hmm. it. I know you might like it. Mm-hmm. I bought it for you. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Valentine's you don't even give me any gifts. Mm-hmm. Let's go out on a date and just go have fun. Huh. 
Ah, I see. Yeah, like, because other days, I will appreciate gifts that are not significant or tied to a specific day. I will appreciate when, I will appreciate those gifts that just maybe came out with, you maybe you went jogging there, yeah. came back, saw this flower, you like it. I will appreciate it. Mm. Or maybe, you know, I like chapatis. Like, you went out, you saw it. <laughs> I will appreciate it, but the thing is, Valentine's Day, you give me, I won't appreciate To be honest, it just, I'm like, it's just a gift. It doesn't. Oh, we're tying, tying to that, right? Like, do you think, because there's this um, small, I guess, argument mm. about the whole, someone getting you like a gift that is like expensive, like probably like a wristwatch that is really expensive mm. or a phone maybe, or a car, I don't know, you know, for the ballers out there, right? As compared to someone giving you gifts that have like this, emotional attachment to it like significant like and for maybe even the cheapest thing on earth yeah exactly but it's very thoughtful like as you said like going out for a jog and then seeing a particular flower or it could be like i don't know a book that yeah right you know but like it's significant in like where it came from like this person really thought about you I'm yeah because like, like, for me all those expensive gifts yeah it's to be appreciated but <laughs> like it's to be appreciated it's not something I'll post online I'm flaunt but at the end of the day there's no meaning to it that I'll be like okay yeah, this actually is something that I hold there but mm. Mm -mm. what if what if right what if um, the gift that he gave you on Valentine's Day was an actual thoughtful gift but he I doesn't will... usually give you gifts I will appreciate it but at the same time it will be questionable for me because me, like it depends you on your love. It depends on your love language. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. For me, my love yeah. language is words of affirmation. Lucky the order. Hmm. Words Hadjara, of today are looking hot, spanking, <laughs> skanking <laughs> sweet. No. Words of affirmation, gifting, and also attention. Okay, what words hey, of affirmation, voila. attention, and gifting? Like I love that attention and gifting. Wait. So like gifting in terms of I will give you that gift. Like I'll pay attention to the things you like. Yeah. Without you even telling me, and I'll get it for you. So indirectly, I find myself wanting you to get me something like I might like. So I notice that you don't get me something regularly. I might not want to go long with you because to be honest mm. as time goes by i won't be happy because you're not paying attention to things i like but what if what if that person's love language um resides elsewhere like maybe it might be like um same thing attention right or um time spent together so like he takes you out on dates on trips like that's how he shows now that is a and gift not gifts no not going take me out or objects. take me out on date mm. is the same as gifting me your time that's another gift mm. mixed together i will appreciate that one more okay so you won't feel fishy about i it won't feel fishy about but this is not be something tied to a specific day day because it's christmas or it's no i want a random day that's why i even say anyone who wants to propose to me don't post me on my birthday christmas anything. don't <laughs> even do it because the thing is now break up i'll be hitting my birthday or okay, so actually I, I need to take notes right yeah. just just for future reference for yeah, me, no right? don't like you want to propose to your woman don't mm. do it on any special day just it on a random day that she least expects definitely but i'm talking about like okay for instance right like the gestures do you think a girl would be more comfortable if you propose or would feel better about it if you proposed at her house or yours or you guys go out and you have like this whole thing set up like with with singers and the whole and like that's too much honestly yeah i feel like proposal is really intimate that it's just either your the external people should either be your family members mm. or for me, just do it in, just do it somewhere like spontaneous, decorated place where it's just you and me mm. and the person taking a video. I just don't want 
the whole i don't like that attention drama thing of everyone watching mm-hmm. oh no no like okay for, okay let's say it doesn't do it in a public place like a park he finds a park but he gets people like staff that will actually like help with things like maybe fireworks then they should okay then so your family is not there it's just the two of you but he's organized this whole elaborate thing it's nice but just it's really intimate that it shouldn't be done at any place you know any... let's ask the people out there yeah what do you think about that like should your man propose quietly you know chill like no just... like people should know so they will know that he's proposing. So in case I'm I tell them sure that he proposed, so in case if I tell people he proposed, it doesn't look like he's lying. I'm lying or something. People should know. But the thing is that oh, before you, actually, men, before you propose to your woman, just make sure you understand that woman. True. Before you go propose to her in front of um, like, uh, no, Kempinski, in front of the gate where everyone is there, then you're not like, but I proposed and she said no. I'm like, Brad, okay, yes, it might be no, yes, uh, but did you take your time to understand, okay, this is what she God. likes? I saw videos like that online. It was trending, actually, and it happened so much in Ninja where a guy would propose and the girl would you say no. no. And in, front in the of, rudest way possible. In front of a mall. Bro. Another one I saw was this... um black american couple mm. so this man and this man they've been dating for over 10 years Damn. so now she now asked him for she asked him when we would propose when is he going to propose then the guy was like um what did you say is he didn't answer her mm-hmm. then while she was driving he brought yeah. out the ring will mm. you marry me yeah. in the car yeah she was like oh, how stupid are you this is not thoughtful <laughs> 10 years of my life this is how you want to propose he didn't put any effort no flowers nothing yeah, in a, in the car while I'm driving. Yeah, I mean, like, isn't this like a spontaneous? No, the, no, no, the guy was like, I'm even doing to doing this for you. You're so ungrateful. I'm proposing right now. You're saying no. <laughs> no, I get her point because she has been there for ten years. Yeah. So meaning, put in effort, mm-hmm. take her on a proper date, yeah. and propose. But isn't that you see, like what you mentioned earlier, right? Mm. You're like the whole. You don't want the whole thing. You know, you don't want it to be like theatrical. You want it to be chill. Like t- technically. That is chill and unexpected. And they're two. They're alone. No, but how it's intimate. No, but after after the whole proposal thing, when she returned it down, because she was like, she loves him, but then how he proposed was wrong for her. Yeah. Because she feels like she deserved more than just being proposed in a car. Because 10 years is not water mm. or anything. Then after she went back when she was speaking at this, he was like, Okay, you're leaving. The wig I bought for you drop everything. I was like, This is some petty ass man. She should I'm just glad, leave. I'm glad I'm glad leave. she said no. Yeah. Because the thing is, let me be honest, Nuita. I've date let me say I'm dating someone. This I'm also do that. I'm dating someone for two years. Mm. And I feel like you you're, you're worth it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, and I will do everything and make sure that everything goes according to the way you like. Make sure mm-hmm. that the proposal is done perfectly to make mm-hmm. you happy. Don't do it because you're doing it because she asked. That's why when I when I get involved with a guy, yeah. I, I will never ask him to take me on a date. Mm-hmm. But I will make, um, pay attention to the fact that are you paying attention to what I like? Even yeah. as time goes by, our emotionally start getting out of relationship. Yeah. Damn. Let's go. Let's head yeah, to the topic like of today. we started a whole like topic of our proposal. That's <laughs> not our topic today. What's our topic? The hookup culture situation. She. Modern day. Oh, yeah, we are all of us. So, yeah. what is hookup culture, Nuita? You know me. I don't have a definition for it. Me, I think it hookup is, culture. Mm-hmm. It is just you know casual. Hello, hello. Sex, sex and chill or Netflix and chill. Yeah, Netflix and chill. Or you repeatedly. knock bam, bam, bam. <laughs> then you have a hoops, baby. That's a hoops, hey. so hoops, baby. <laughs> Technically, at that point, is it the hookup culture anymore? Like, <laughs> ah, ah. There's this story. This story I heard, right, mm. from university. This dude was a virgin, right? 
I know. And his friends were like, you know what? It's time for you to lose that shit, my Please G. don't tell me his first trial. Please, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> this guy. Guys were like, my boy, this girl is feeling you. Oh, she wants luck. this. You that guy's relationship going on to he was like, okay, good, 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 good. Nigga goes in. But obviously, he's a novice. You know, that boy did not wrap up properly. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> First try, bam, bam, pregnant, baby. Who is who? My guy is now with that woman till now. Oh like, my that God. was his first. Like, his, she wasn't just like his first. She was like, that was his first time having sex. And like, she has been his... It's like okay, cool, man. Like you, you got you got destroyed. His, his village people were actively in his life. They were there. So now they were there. Let me give the Google definition of hookup Google. culture. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So hookup culture the, uh-huh. is one that accepts and encourages casual knocks, aka <laughs> sex. Knocks. Encou- yeah. Oh, today's word of today is knocks. Knocks. So. <laughs> Sexual. Sorry for the all the Niger boys that we're exposing out there. Encounter, encounters, uh-huh. including one night stands and other related activities, activities. without necessary in, <laughs> in, in, including emotional intimacy, bonding, or a committed relationship. I wonder what the Urban Dictionary says about it. Mm. Let me but I feel like this, based on that definition, it actually hits the nail on the head, man. Yeah, but like the urban dictionary always adds like some pizzazz. Because this hookup culture. Uh-huh. Tell us. Preach. It has literally okay, let's say it's tied to how like put it. Ah. Wait, before yeah. you continue, sorry to interrupt you. Mm. According to the Urban Dictionary, the era that began in the early 1990s mm. has since prevailed on college campuses. That is where it starts. That's where the source is. Sexual liberation, right? Um, prevailed on sexual Freedom. campuses. I know. On sexual on college campuses and elsewhere where hooking up has replaced traditional dating as the preferred method of heterosexual li- liaison. Okay, technically... Anybody can hook up. I don't know why they 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 put the heterosexual before the liaison. I like the fact that they use liaison. You know, it's like <laughs> sounds so fancy. Yep. Anyways, so you're saying sorry, I interrupted. So now the hookup culture has really ruined so many people in a way, and also ruined mindset. Wow, you've just dived yeah, straight it, into yeah. it. Like, hookup culture bad. Hookup bad. Like this thing, hookup culture uh-huh. is equal to scam. <laughs> I swear that thing of oh no God. I just want sex I, after sex uh, nothing I don't anything, I don't want anything anything emotional you find out that one person uh, catches feelings and maybe mm. after that person catches feelings the rest maybe the other person says no you move on now the other person says no now start catching feelings after you move I'm like bruh this is a scam like this is a whole do you know what's killing me yeah. right now is the fact that you yeah don't take it slowly at all no, no. for place straight to the think of it mm. like we intercourse is the topic. Oh, why do people even do it in the first place? Because they're looking for liberation. They don't want anything, any full-time commitment. Just want to knock, bam, bam, bam. Then after a move, it'd be like, yo, what's a baby? It's 2 a.m. Are you free? Okay, pull up, pull up. Do you know what I, do you know what I think, right? It's just prostitution, but on credit. <laughs> what? What? 
<laughs> and then you woke up with prostitution on credits, no payment, nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. First of all, right, okay, from where I stand, the way I, I've been I've looked at it, right? It's clear that the whole hookup culture, you know, air quotes here, uh, starts when you are in university. That's that's where it starts. People on campus just want to have sex. Okay, you're free from your parents' house. Yeah, and you're horny as hell. They've kept you under lock and key throughout high school. Maybe you might have snuck in a few, you know, here and there, but like now you're free. You have your own place, your own bachelor pod, and all the sins that you've wanted to commit, you can commit them now, you know? Because I remember when we were in school, me, I was like one of those good girls, quiet. Always on. I wasn't quiet, but I was always on campus. Because yeah, me, you. I knew myself. I never went clubbing. <laughs> I never did anything. But what do you mean by you knew yourself? You I, that- knew, I, know, I knew that if I start something, I will forget why I was in, why I was in school. I wouldn't want to. Ah, you've been knocking left, right, center. Not really. Winding ways. Wait, I feel like hookup culture is not only about the knocking, no. Uh, in a way, before continuing. <laughs> Mia, we, see, we will fight on this topic. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, continue. Like, for me, it's in school. Because <laughs> I finished, like, I made sure I finished. And I can see with a good GPA, I think. 4.0. <laughs> with 4.0. Smart girl. One point. Just one point. <laughs> that this, my lecturer refused to give me one point. I would have entered. Oh, I'm not cool. Yeah, that exposed yourself. Yeah. So now, like, in school, like, we're cool. Me and mm. my crew, you know, we were in Dupalis. Like, us were the noise makers <laughs> in the girls' hostels. But, like, every weekend, uh-huh. we'll be waiting for some of our friends or uh, hostel mates <laughs> that have gone out to come back and give us stories. <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> We'll be waiting. Oh, that means so, gossip, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we get stories about how people, how people, maybe this week somebody smashes person. Oh, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Guess it's your, no, you'll come back to your Nigerian brothers in the club. <laughs> guess what they did? They fought. Oh. Or they'll be like, oh, do you know this guy? Be like, who? Hmm, that Nigerian guy, not call his name. People call him a scammer. <laughs> oh, this like they give oh, us to the, another Kenyan guy. Hey, imagine. <laughs> this girl was raped outside. Go for Give me. Like, yeah, we get stories okay, like that. Okay, there were stories in yeah. you, though. We really get stories wild. that, oh, on that one, hey, the, the guards got this girl. What happened? She's pregnant. They reported her to, to the uh, administration. Oh, this girl walked into school. I've actually got <laughs> walked into school mm-hmm. drunk. Yeah. So, like, us, we genuinely had fun, but in an innocent manner. No, where you guys we, were using your friends as proxies yeah. to experience all these things. Yeah. Because we, you see us gathered in front of Basira's room, yeah. sitting down. We had that much fun that in a way, I do not regret participating in anything. Because mm. in school, I never went to Pine. I never went to Pine. Bye-yo. I never went to Pine. <laughs> never. I think I went once and it was the daytime to go book a room in that place yeah. for somebody who was graduating yeah. and there was no one there. So yeah. technically, I never went there. Mm-hmm. So, but stories I hear how people are living their life off mm-hmm. campus, to be honest, I wasn't, I didn't like it. Technically, right? The, okay, the, what I think about it is, is necessary. Mm. There's just something about, like, obviously, like, parents are not going to agree with this, but then parents themselves went through that, except if they were, like, really. No, you know, our parents went through hookup culture while in marriage. What? Not our parents, but, like, how, like, with the most parents. If you check the olden days, I'm serious. So many parents cheated. Jesus. Both. <laughs> I'm saying because you go check, because most of them got married really young. Uh huh. 
Like most of you find out that the women are cheating. Find out, well, what day did you get my 19? Next thing, you're, you're in this woman mm. and she's sneaking traveling to this place. Because I've yeah. had stories in Nigeria. The woman, there's this woman who got to a hotel, she, hotel, she traveled to another state to go yeah. sleep with a man. She's a married woman. Mm-hmm. So now some of them, their whole face, hook up, yeah. everything starts while in marriage. Actually, that, that actually helps me make my point when I yeah. said that it's actually a necessary stage. It's actually a nece- necessary stage. Especially when you're stage. young. Like, yeah. do it's mess up that's why i say most men of um, men in Nigeria who have gone through that stage yeah. to be honest this whole cup culture to be mm-hmm. honest most of them will i find out they tend to be more emotionally um involved okay. and also emotionally present mm-hmm. also find out that they tend to make good husbands because they've mm-hmm. made this mistake and good husbands are also good fathers they've mm-hmm. made this mistake so they know how to do this but our parent sides. generation mm-hmm. majority of them never uh, most of them got married as virgins, to be honest. True. Now, the thing is, you're married to this man, you'd be like, how does it feel to have this exposition? How does it feel to sleep with this kind of man? Oui. You want to try it. That, that, you see, there's a, there's an argument for like both um, situations, right? Where, mm-hmm. okay, if you start, if you essentially do what we've done, like this new newer generation, right? Where it was university and, you know, okay, Yes, a lot of our parents, a lot of some of like the the generation of our parents, mm. right, had were cheating, you know, left, right, center. They were doing their whole thing, as you said, having the hookup um, culture thing going yeah. on. Why married? But then also, like in the eighties, like that's when our parents were also wilding out. Like these guys were doing drugs, sleeping around everywhere. Now those were the ones who were privileged to be able to do that. Majority of the rest were still stuck with this traditional mentality. Mm. My tradition. Oh, okay, my tradition is not okay with this. Oh, I'm a born again, like super Ooh, born again. That's I actually can't. true. Like yeah. culture actually played a significant yeah. role in yeah. that thing. And you see, most women, the people were like why didn't they hooking up or why they how pronounce it is it wild 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 yeah wild yeah wild wilding around if that mm-hmm, makes sense mm-hmm. where actually the men because oh, the society yeah. then was actually fair on them than women okay because okay. we, we we women then if we're seeing we a short skirt yeah oh <laughs> Your mama was a hoe. According to Madia, oh, Madia, Madia was like, "Mom, what, what were you doing when you're younger?" Madia was like, "Your mama was a hoe." Oh, <laughs> oh my god! So now, like, that's that's what I that's my understanding. That's what mm. I've noticed because you notice you find that this man has a family there and there. And there. It yeah. happened this generation, but our generation actually more. It's less. That's why it's because you find so, most people don't want to get married. Because do you think it's balanced out now? Like, okay. It's balanced. Like, now everybody is hooking up. Like, the yeah. women, the men is all Because women, now, the way the society uh, is now, let's bring this way feminism coming now. Gang, gang. The way the society is now, it has empowered women to believe that they're equal to men. Technically, yeah. we aren't, and technically, we are. In yeah. some places, yeah. because now feminism means that you like this toxic men, feminism. That's what I call it. Yeah. Believe you, they believe that uh, we are equal to men in terms of we have to do, we have to do whatever men are doing. Yeah. So for us to, for us to feel like we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, like for example, women feel like with their body, they're sexually liberated to mm-hmm, have sex with mm-hmm, who they mm-hmm. want to have sex mm-hmm, with. Have like women be like, I, I choose to, this is my body, I choose to have kids, choose to have kids whenever. Okay, yeah. that's your choice. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm a woman, I can't, I, I have to uh, uh, stay like this for me to be able to get through this. Okay, that's cool, but the fact that 
how I put it, we mm-hmm. are embracing the Western culture and forgetting uh-huh. our own indigenous culture. Yeah. Because we believe that we're the same with the whites. The white sees, sees us. The reason why the white sees, sees us as is it inferior or we oh, are like we're below them. It's because of... we're trying to incorporate their own culture into our own life. Mm. Or forgetting why we're here. That's why I see some ladies. For example, you're going to like um um uh, you have this feminism thing thing. You 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 see that um you're going to like, for example, a really nice hotel yeah. or a restaurant that where you meet CEOs. Yeah, uh, executives, and mm-hmm. it doesn't like a prostitute to that. I'm sorry, you like you're wearing a club clothes to the place, oh, because you'd be like, I'm a f- uh, my body, my choice, my my this, the, my that. Like, okay, right? Um, there's some there's a part of that argument that I that I I don't think it necessarily is like it's a valid point, right? Mm. But like in some cases, I don't think it's necessarily like due to like the whole difference in culture no, in the West. Feminism, and, this toxic. I know, I know. Thing. I'm talking about like how, like for instance, you mentioned how like Africans, right, mm. are copying the West, right? Yeah. And what I'm saying is the problem is not only in Africa. Like it is a problematic thing even in like even even in the West, right, where yeah. people. Right now, the the sexual liberation thing has just become, and to be honest, it's like this weird um, contradiction, right? Where part of uh, one of the um, pillars, I would say, I'm not like an expert on feminism, Mm. but like, like I have observed that some of the pillars of Feminism is this, right? Where yeah. women refuse to be objectified. Yeah. Right? But like new age feminism is all about women objectifying themselves and then labeling it as um what it calls everything. No, they're making everything transactional. No, I'm I'm just talking about it. like the general, like for instance, what you mentioned, right? About the whole going out, going for a meeting, right? Mm. Where people meet for business, yeah. right? And then dressing up like you would dress when you're going to a club. Yeah, right? because you thing. feel like yeah. I'm a woman, my choice. Exactly. Like, okay, so then what happened to the whole objectification thing? Mm. Like what happened to that narrative? Like where has it gone to? You know, like it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. But as our topic is hookup culture, the mm. whole thing, I know it definitely bleeds into this. But like, yeah, definitely. Because it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all. And also we'll come down to toxic masculinity. Masculinity. That word. I can't pronounce it. Masculinity. Masculinity. You know what? It's not yeah, a, it's not that a word. They're toxic men. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. also another one where men will be like, "You're a woman, I'm a man. I have yeah. the right to sleep with multiple women." Oh my god! Yeah, like I can do it without feeling bad. And you go have sex with somebody, you come back feeling empty. Who does? Who feels like that? Like both genders, but I've noticed some men actually. You see some men want more. They don't know what they want. That's why most of them end up sleeping with multiple women. Mm. I have been involved with a guy like that. No, I can see that. I can see that. There's this weird like Yeah, you searching. don't know what you want yet. Yeah. You want more from something, but mm. you can't stay with one woman. Mm-hmm. You tend to be sleeping from one. Because I know I had the story of a guy who goes to a club yeah. to go pick different girls mm-hmm. every every weekend, mm-hmm. sleep with next club, another lady. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Eh, and these I, days, right, it's mm. been sort of like glorified and praised that whole thing right yeah so, and it's, it's it's just interesting funny enough right um what we consume what we consume yeah the movies we watch mm. um like books we read some of the things that are like out there is yeah. this whole sexual 
you know and it's it's crazy like like if i wasn't like the, it could be a conspiracy theory like to be like talking about how maybe some people out there um somewhere the decision makers out there in the world are specifically pushing out some agendas to skew the word in the certain direction but the the fact is this right people are always going to like look to have sex mm. people like that the curiosity is there the curiosity of how it would feel like to have multiple sexual partners is is a fact and now let's say this already whole face pops in i mean hookup hookup culture is i guess is can be synonymous with the whole whole face yeah because now another thing i really really hate is now you're getting involved with somebody mm-hmm. this person sees you as your sex doesn't want to let you go mm-hmm. wants to keep on having sex with mm-hmm. you doesn't want to let you go mm-hmm. you're good enough to have sex with but mm-hmm. not good enough to be in a relationship with but they still don't want to let you go mm. Like even when you leave, mm. they find you, they come back chasing like they want some serious. But when you get back with them, mm. as a what are we? Those who are pencils in the hands of the creator. <laughs> what? <laughs> please, tell, please tell me nobody. Please tell me nobody has ever used that line. People have done that. Other uh, person like, oh, we are sinners. We need to repent. Uh, <laughs> I saw that thing. I saw, I was like, that is the perfect comeback. Like what are we? We're like sinners, I find yo. it. I find it wicked. Like you know, you don't want this chick. Mm. You oh, something serious to her. She has made it clear she wants something serious. Mm-hmm. But you be giving her relationship vibes that mm-hmm. when she wants something serious, you now go around and say this. Can girl. I can I can I pause? Yeah. Can I pause there? Right. Um. I believe in responsibility. Mm. I think as adults, we have like we take responsibilities for our actions and our decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if he was giving relationship vibes, if you know that this guy is not. It's not down for a relationship. You know, like you can always tell what somebody's all about. You know that this guy wants to have sex. That's mm-hmm. it. Nothing more, nothing less, right? Mm-hmm. And and you still go with the hope that something serious is going to come out of it. It's you're wasting your time, and you have no right. right? I don't care what anybody can say because there's this victim mentality that I I just find very cowardly, right? How you would make certain decisions right about your life with um somebody else and when things don't go the way you want them to go you take the blame and put it entirely on on the other person like mm-hmm. he coerced me into it he convinced me no you're an adult no the thing is that okay. when you're giving that story now maybe for her talking like that she might be tr- might be right for saying that being honest mm-hmm. but at the same time she needs to also take a full responsibility she does part. That she played. Yeah. Just be honest. Like, I already like him enough for me to work out hard. I find it hard for me to work out because I already have feelings for him. Exactly. Say that part. Don't say he did this. Because no. I, I used to be honest, I used to do that. Does this, does this, you know that guy, the one I told you about? <laughs> that one. Uh-huh. Like, nigga, I had a question. This guy, I thought yeah. he was, he, he was interested. <laughs> I was like, when he gave me one side, I was like, yes. <laughs> like he looked at me, I was like, yeah. yes. Because in fact, after a while, I felt like I won't lie. I felt, I felt, I fell into depression. Actually, I felt like a rag mm. because I was like, wait, I because now right from time I was like, I liked this yeah. guy right before you, yeah. me and him started speaking. Yeah. So after we got involved, I felt like a rag. This, this is something, right? Because um, I was like. I think I felt used and mm, not like, because mm-hmm. I feel like somebody, a friend of ours must have told him mm-hmm. about me liking him and tried to take advantage mm-hmm. of that. What do you think? What do you think? Do you think that they, what do you think about this, this system, right? And in a way, 
is a byproduct of the hookup culture and mm. how popular it's gotten, right? Yeah. And it's something that I've actually like implemented in my life generally, where mm. when you get in, when I get involved with someone, I have the conversation. That's what that's are you honest. looking for? This is what I'm looking for. Are you down for this? Right? And if the person isn't down, it's fine. You move on with your life, right? But then if you're going to and I've noticed, right, a lot of the time, some people, even with that system in place, would pretend. Right? Like, yeah, at the back of their mind, they're like, Because they want, want this chick. Exactly. I want this guy. But then they're like, oh no, yeah, sure. I can do the casual thing. And then get from the onset, it's casual. And then somewhere you want to just twist it and just connect the dots and make it a full relationship. And, and honestly, that's like some of like one of the worst things anybody can do. Because here's the thing, in a situation like that, when things hit the fan, and man, nine out of 10 times they do, right? That person that, you know, got into the whole thing without being honest, that person is going to blame their partner. Yeah. For a fact. Yeah. Because it is, it is, like, it's the, like I said in the beginning, the hookup culture has really messed up our generation. Mm. Like, Do you think that positive points of this whole hookup thing? It's also, okay, yeah. It's, okay, one of the positive sides gives you the, on, it gives you the chance to explore your body more. Gives you a chance to know what you like sexually mm-hmm. and also learn more about yourself emotionally. Because mm-hmm. with a hookup culture, you'll find that that's okay. I can't do anything casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, I can't do anything yeah, casual. Yeah, really know. Yeah. Or, okay, yes, I'm emotionally dead. Hookup <laughs> is for me. Emotionally or, dead. Yeah, you explore your body. You know dead. that, okay, sexually, these are the things I like. Mm-hmm. These are the things I don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, now you start explaining those part that you're, you like, I'm trying to be more confident in them. That's yeah. one of the positive things with mm-hmm. hookup culture. For you, what do you think? Um, I think your, all those, the things you mentioned, I agree mm. with all of them. Um, I also think that in a way, I know it's, it shouldn't be the case, but sadly it is when you are desired by more than one person as an individual, it tends to boost your self-confidence and your self-esteem. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, it, is. People it that, does. It does. Like, if you pick two people, right? Mm. Um, one person has had um, up to ten partners in their life, right? Like, right? People that mm-hmm. they've had sex with, and then you pick this person that's had sex with maybe like two people. I know it's not a rule of thumb. It's not mm-hmm. like a fact, fact, but just generally, right? It's circumstantial. I haven't. There's no study on it. Maybe I should check if there is. Right? There is a different vibe to them. They they interact easier with the opposite sex and even with the, like people of the same sex more comfortably in social situations. Yeah. And that comes across as confident, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's that for me generally, I think that's a, that's one of the, I guess, advantages of this whole hookup culture. Hookup thing. culture. Yeah. But, oof, like, bruh. I know it has so many. Do you, do you know, I hope I don't get into trouble for saying this, but like, you know, Papa. where is to stay? Wahala, wahala. Quit, quit. <laughs> Anyone who stays in Kenya or Nairobi knows Quetu. Oh, Quetu is a Babylon. <laughs> Quetu is a Babylon. Oh, so like that hookup culture is like, you want to do like, uh, uh, focus. You want to have a focus group? Go to Quito. Mm. Like the students now, those are kids who stay there. That's one of the reason why I had to move. Are they out. kids? Yeah, they are kids. Most of them are fresh out of high school. They move in there. So the first thing, like, 
you meet one stupid guy who is doing his masters, who is big, like he's older. So he's saying young kids like can mess around. Nick, mind you, nigga has a fiance at home. I've seen that he's a Congolese nigga. I don't call his name because people listening know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're going for And I guy. hope he's listening. Thunder, wow. fire you. Wow. <laughs> so, so uh-huh. like, for example, I'm using for example, mm-hmm. you're engaged. This mm-hmm. nigga is engaged at home. Mm-hmm. But nigga is here trying to get other girls. Going mm-hmm. multiple more from different girls. And it's not just him. Other, now other guys are seeing girls. And you know what is, what is annoying? Mm. One otondo. Mm. Coconut hair do not come on your, come to your room, like mm-hmm. knock on your door. Yeah. Like, hi, like, hi, mm-hmm. my name is this. Mm-hmm. Like, mind you, you're sleeping. Because it happened to me. I was sleeping. Nigga came knocking, like, hi, my name sleep. is this. And can I come in? What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is quite for you. Anyone listening to this can attest to this. Just, that is quite for you. Like, people think, people think that it must the girl. Have worked. Or it, it's it worked must, before. It, it, has done, it has happened to yeah, some people. That's proven strategy. You know, I looked at the nigga. Man's and like. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very sure my eyes, my eyes alone spoke to him. Next, <laughs> next time he never spoke to me again. Because I'm like, how dare can you come, come to my in? room? How dare you? <laughs> I bet it was like at one or like 12. Yes. That is so creepy. And this is when I was still healing for my ex. I was locking the door to be crying in the room. Yeah, but funny <laughs> enough, yeah, as I said, that thing has worked. It has worked. Okay. Uh, uh, it's so that, definitely like, worked And the time was actually trending on Twitter where mm. everyone was talking about the whole thing that if you, if you want to have sex to quit together, just wiggle and uh, smoke in and face you. Follow <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you follow What the actual hell? There's something about, and, and I noticed this, right? In university, when we're all in like uh, in Desta, you had like the hostels on campus and off campus. Mm. Sex was such a common thing. People had sex in like the it was so easy to have sex, right? Yeah, it was so but easy. But then when you come out in the like the you have it's it's not the same. See, There's see, something about I, having people. Are we supposed to call our university name? I mean, I've already called oh, it. Oh, So like it's like it's for gone. example, damage. I see yo me. I've seen things. Those, those guys in the Christian uh, group. Those guys were those the guys worst. <laughs> those guys were the worst. You see them. You see them coming to church. And God forgive me. That's why I stop even going to school. Church. They will come to church. You make you go on that anointing. Shout. Next thing you go, pine they are there. You yeah, hear another yeah. story. Oh, uh, this guy just this guy in this year oh just impregnated God. this person. Yeah. Those were those guys. Like were, the, those guys were hypocrites. Okay. So there's this funny story, right? You know, in this stuff, if you remember mm. correctly, the guys I used to like hang around with my friends. Mm. The, the idea was like Nita and this group, they had like the No, in school, everyone used to say, you guys uh-huh. are bad they're guys. Like, yeah, bad. <laughs> they were like, they used to tell, um, what they call it, they used to tell um, the freshmen, be like, avoid, avoid, they used to name us. Avoid him, him and him. No, those guys are bad. All they want is just to get into your pants. And guess what? The guys are telling them that. I were usually part of like um what's this um group called? The people that helped orient the orientation. Dulos. 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 Those another spirits. group. Another group. Okay. That's I, another yeah. group. That's another group. Not everybody in Dulos was a bad person. Okay. And technically, can we really say people looking for sex are bad people? I mean, like, hey. You know, find your way. Most to... guys join orientation team, not just in Daystar, but other <laughs> universities, to just hunt for fresh meat. Oh my god, that was a thing. They make sure that he gets involved with this pretty girl before any guy in the school does. You know, there was that um, there was that orientation party, right? And yeah. then after that party, you are free. You are now inducted into Daystar. You you are you are free to roam, right? Yeah. Those guys would do that thing. So they have the girls. They mean the, those girls come out. 
of like now that are free, they're official Dexter students. Yeah. What happens is the familiarity, who they know. Because I don't know, there's this thing with girls. I guess I only, you only associate with those you are exactly. With. You're more likely to sleep with someone that you know or someone you know knows, right? And they've positioned themselves in the perfect position. So when those girls down go to pine to 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 have fun, and then they see, oh, you're here too. Oh my god. Oh, prior. Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's so easy. It is so easy. It was terrible. And the entire time is that the people with a bad name was now my group. Like Rita and the. And the things that you guys were seen as, to be honest, you guys were seen as the bad guys because even the stories that they bring to us oh. in, in the hostels there. <laughs> oh, you remember some of the things I mentioned to I you, know. and you're like, "How did you know?" I'm like, "Bro, did I say how did you yeah. know?" Yeah, that of sounds like I was it, guilty. Are you saying how did you know? Okay, but I think some of the stories I don't, about I you guys. I don't believe that you're okay. Oh. <laughs> say it more convincingly. I'm not <laughs> but the thing is, I would say back to what we're saying. The, yeah. The, Guys who were in the serious body game groups in school were the, I'm sorry, whoever listened to this were the worst. Because any Dexterian who is here will know that, okay, yeah, these guys were <laughs> right. Like, that was then in school. I don't know about now, but like, brah, that was then in school. Oh, now it's wild. I really don't know. I've, hey. I try not to get involved no, in I've school heard, like, anymore. I've heard stories like friends, you know, Ateva is still popping now. Like, mm. right now, they've moved a lot of the... um the students from the town campus because mm. there's not enough space mm. to the the one out there in IT, right? And it's right now, you think people were having sex during our time. Oh, now it's, it is a whole thing. It's, oh, this time. There's a time, there's a, there's a time, I almost say um, this time, but like statistics. Universities generally. No, religious universities oh. for the statistics <laughs> in Kenya. <laughs> There was this uh, thing that was carried out and they realized that HIV <laughs> was actually more in the religious school than oh, actually the circular universities. Oh my God. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I think there's something about human beings, right? When mm. you're told, when you're restricted. Yeah. There's just something in your mind that just says, because there's a restriction, there needs to be, like, you need to break out. Yeah. You need to do something that opposes that restriction. And all those, those restrictions instigate hookup culture. Yeah, they do. They like, do. before I, all a guy be like, before I leave this school, <clears throat> I need to make sure I smash at least a hundred girls. Oh, that is a, that's a weird, that's like a weird goal. That's a weird Some goal to set. Some guys are like that, I've heard that. Like, okay, can we just, okay, for a while, I know it seems like I'm just defending men here, but can we just, like, accept that it's not just men, you know, that are setting goals of how many people they're going to smash? Nah, ladies set, set goals as it, go, as it happens. Like, hey, this guy, I like him, we've said, I like him, I, are you I, saying I that must smash him. Women only have sex with people, guys that they like? Sometimes, most of the time, you have to be attracted to somebody before you... I mean, okay. like is something, attraction yeah. is another thing. No, like it's also attraction because now, okay, you see something in him that you're okay, you're attracted to. What about a to. guy? Huh? What about a guy? A guy, I really don't know in them. I don't know how a guy's mind works, to be uh, honest. But some guys, I'm very sure once they see me, she just wiggles like, hey, <laughs> young lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Eh? It's crazy. Yeah. I generally think hookup culture is a necessary thing. Is it's it a part? necessary phase. Yeah, like you have to go through it. Because... Um, the way you wild out when you're younger, right? In university. And that's the thing. It's perfect in university, right? Because that's where you're exploring everything. Um, when I was, when I was getting to university, my dad mentioned this. 
because I come from like a, a very a Christian family, right? Mm. My parents are missionaries. And he was like, look, you're going to go out there. And university is a place where ideas mix. People come from different homes with different ideologies. Lecturers have their own um, ideologies as well. Mm. So keep your head steady because that's where ideas merge. And <clears throat> because it's an educational institutions, institution, you generally just, the way ideas are put forward is mm. it's very easy for you to absorb them, you know. So it's the whole, university is the right place to have your whole hookup or whole phase or whatever it is because that's when you're exploring who you are, um, your values, your honestly, your Would values. You hookup or so reflecting your new habits like you want to start trying something new for example yeah definitely it's that whole exploration phase okay like that's where and it's so like university is perfect for it and i don't think you should restrict university students from having whatever because people are going no the thing is that ways. i'll go back to how you're being brought up so how you're being <coughs> brought up also mm-hmm. leaves some value in you that you know that okay i want to try something like this mm-hmm. but there's a there's a level mm-hmm. i can't go because even if you want to, your default setting mm. is like, no, no. Even if you go beyond, you have mm. peace of mind. Mm, that's so, true. Yeah. So it's, to be honest, having how your parents bring you up actually matters a lot. To be mm. honest, let's be honest, Noita, there's some things that, okay, you want to try and there's some things that you're like, mm-mm. Yeah, there's I, a line. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a line. Nah, a line. I can't do this. Yeah. Because you already know, okay, this thing I'm doing is against God mm. or this thing I'm doing is bad naturally, but I don't, there's some things, level, the level of mm. this thing shouldn't go. <laughs> I actually agree with you. Yeah. Though I think your personality, who you are inherently, like, yeah. deep down, also matters. Yeah. Because like, if you look at the family I came from, the things I did in uni, you wouldn't, it doesn't make sense. They'll be like, hey, now you this, <laughs> you know? But yes, as you said, there are lines that, you know, I couldn't cross. And I don't think it was due to what, it played a role. You know, like the voice that you hear at the back of your mind, Nuita, don't do it, oh. don't do it. Oh. My mother said, that, that voice. <laughs> my mother was like, any bad thing you want to do. Other people do it, they won't catch them, or you, they'll catch you. They'll catch you. Because <laughs> I'm here praying. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so another question I have for you is online dating like do you think it's like the root cause of hookup hookup culture? I don't think so. Hookup culture is inherent. I think hookup culture is ingrained in our DNA. People want to have So sex. now what is the saga between hookup culture and Tinder? Is the <laughs> is how easy it is. You know how how I mentioned in university it was very easy to to have sex. Mm. It was very easy, right? And that's because it's accessibility. And generally people are in a state of mind where they are open, right? And I think it's similar to the whole online dating scene where it's so easy. Like you're on your phone and you can pick, you find people that look good. It's like you're shopping. It's like online shopping. Yeah. You're like, Mm -hmm. swipe left, swipe right. Oh, shout out to big ass. Exactly, you it can put in your super. exactly <laughs> specifications. You know, you read the bio that someone composed, right? Have you ever had a Tinder account? I have. You I've have had, currently, or no. you had? It's funny. My relationship with Tinder is very funny. I downloaded it. and did it that same day. And this, yes, 
by the if I I download it like by midday by like 9 p.m. I'm done with it. I just swipe swipe. I'm like okay, Nita, what are you doing? Like for me, there was a part. There was a time in my life I was so desperate for a relationship. I mm. wanted to be in a relationship. I like, mm. downloaded Tinder. Yo, I saw somebody I told you about. I was like, where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing here? <laughs> where? Nigga is on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> like after swiping. Swiping, yeah. I kind of did it after a while because I had to. I told myself, Ajaya, calm down. You need to be comfortable being single. That's true. Because one is the kind of love I have to give our generation. Mm. I find it that <clears throat> it's rare. It is really rare. Actually, on that note, this is something I've, I I actually realized very very recently, like as recent as last week, mm. right? And it's like because of a chain of um, events, just sort of like made sense together, is that what we think like generally in the group right out there is that people from our generations don't are very as you said the love you have to give is rare mm. but I've realized something when you sit down truly with people and you have a conversation with them and really connect with them you find out that people there are a lot of people out here willing to love then you realize but they're not they're willing to love but they're not ready to commit that's different hmm you're willing to love when you're not ready to commit. You just want to be in a situation, so it's easy for you to get out. When you, like, because our generation, they're not willing, they, they find hookup culture comfortable because the thing is, when, once this person mess up, I'm ready to get out. Our mm. generation does not believe in giving second chance. They believe in that. We believe actually mm. having options. So once this person mess up, I'm moving to the next one. Mm. I've gotten from, from some, there's a guy I, 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 I was seeing and I, yeah. I get that vibe for him. Mm. So every time I realize I'm always scared, I have to do everything to keep him. Yeah, I told myself, fuck it. If he wants to leave, he will leave, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because if it's something, if something is meant for me, it's, it's meant for me. And also, our generation don't believe in giving second chances at all. Second chances for what? Like maybe somebody mess up. Like How? It, um, okay, I don't say that serious, like hitting you and the rest. That one is like, you can't compromise. Yeah, those and ones. also cheating. Yeah, cheating. Don't compromise. That, I don't advise anyone, both yeah. genders, to so compromise it. The yeah. thing is that, for example, and like nigga goes weeks without communicating nigga. with you. I like the way you say nigga. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> he goes weeks without communicating. I feel like because I've been weeks. there. Not, let me not say weeks. Like let me say two days without communicating. Okay. Then after a while, it's always calling to find out before you make your decision mm-hmm. on anything. Find mm-hmm. out, even if it's lying, you know your speech sometimes will tell you that this nigga yeah. or this chick is lying. Mm-hmm. Then before you make your decision, mm. if the person makes an effort to be more apologetic, then give them a second chance. Or maybe the person sp- spoke to you in a really rude manner. Mm-hmm. And that's the person's way of, of communicating. Because I realize you have to be patient enough to learn about somebody's character. Because the more you're patient, that person yeah. learn some things to yeah. accommodate you. Because for me, if I like a guy enough, I will stop what some things I know that this person is not like. And also, mm. and I also know that, okay, I want this person in my life. How I ask myself, how do I want to incorporate yeah. this? But it is rare for you to find that in our generation. Our generation is like, oh, this person messed up. On to the next one. I don't want stress. Do you, so <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually with the same um, mm. thing in mind. I was, I was having a conversation with a friend recently, and she was like, the whole, um, if I can remember the way she put it, um, damn, I can't believe this. It's out. I ah, forgotten, forgotten what I was going to say. Oh my God, that's my line. I should be ah, forgetting, not you. It's goldfish memory. Copy, copy. Mm? <laughs> what, what, what? You remembering what you wanted to yeah, say? Yeah, I just forget. <laughs> oh man, it was about this whole love uh, and relationship things yeah. and how people get involved in them. 
and how people are not willing to, I think people don't realize, I'll remember what she said later, but people don't realize something about um, dating and actually just being in a relationship. It's not about love. It's, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. It's she not said, all about love. She yeah. said, there's one, something that um, props up um, skepticism mm. in her mind about love generally, because the conversation was like, have you ever been in love? And I was like, I'm not really sure, right? And it's because people, we're, we've been sold from the media, mm. from the shows we've watched online, we've been sold a certain look of love. And that look... Everyone trying to generalize their love to fit that narrative. Exactly. And that guess what? There's something about that narrative. Can you guess what that is? Uh, is that it's perfect. It's not. No, like what is portrayed, right? What is... It's perfect. It's, it's waking up early in the morning and your partner has made you breakfast and they've brought it to you in bed. You know, it is waking up every morning and they're smiling. Mm. I love you. We okay. used to be loving Right? Young it's, man, he don't wake up. <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. It's like people, you're human beings and the days that you're going to hate being around this person, the Never, days where you're going to feel very irritated by this person. And I've been, I've been in that situation when, okay, let me just say this. Mm -hmm. Like for period years, but there's this research I was carried out that yeah. most ladies who go off birth control and yeah. dating a guy, mm -hmm. They go off birth control, that relationship actually ends because now they don't see the guy the way they used to see him. Ooh, I saw it. Yeah, even the smell, the, sometimes you can't stand the guy's smell. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. And this is all because of that birth control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm like, bruh. There's something in the birth control that apparently makes the man more um, appealing. Yeah, to them. It's like this whole thing where they want someone that takes care of them, like yeah. very homely. It's such a it's such a joke. But the idea is this, right? That the media, what the media has painted mm. is perfect. The thing is also this on another thing of under the reason why most people settle for hookup culture, mm. people are not ready for responsibility. Yes. Because if I'm committed to you, your bullshit is my bullshit. It's work. My bullshit is your bullshit. Yep. Meaning you are ready to take my problem and I'm ready 100% yes. to take yes. your problem. Breach. I should know that in the process, we might break up several times, but we're still coming back together. Yes. We'll fight several times, but we'll still sit down and okay, how we're going to fix it. But generation people like, on to the next one. Let me um like you meet this person. You, you That's why you keep on feeling empty. I used to be like that. Mm -hmm. I keep on moving from one relationship to the other. Mm -hmm. Like To be honest, before this relationship, ends yeah i'm already talking to another guy to move yeah, because mentally thing. i've already moved on like because yeah. i'm ready mm -hmm. then i used to have like i had this mentality i have to have options but the other i get more i realize i once i like somebody yeah. i don't find myself even if he's in talking stage i mm -hmm. don't find myself looking at another yeah. person yeah i'm currently there right now why why i'm talking to this guy i'm not i'm not any other guy who comes to me if be like being the most wealthy most handsome mm -hmm. i don't see you that way because my heart is for somebody else. Yeah. But this our generation, your penis, your vagina is for somebody else. <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> oh, like, man. like, because now the thing is, as, as times go, as time goes by, you're like, bruh, I don't think I'm ready for all this. Yeah. yeah. So now, and the other, you, and now after messing up, messing all this thing up, you now come back and want something serious. Uh -huh. When you find out that it's already too late, it that you want something is. serious. So the earlier you call yourself out on your bullshit, mm -hmm. wait, before I even say it, mm -hmm. on that thing, people, why they settle with hookup, people mm -hmm. don't want to be called out on their bullshit. Once you call them out, 
How did she? Why? How dare she? It's part of the how whole responsibility yeah. thing. Like for me, I appreciate when your man call me about. Like there's that sexiness. Call mm-hmm. me out of my bush. I sit down. Like oh mm-hmm. shit. BDSM alert. No like. Submissive. No, honestly, just call me out of my bush. Because the thing is, I'm learning from you. Yeah. I'm knowing that. I, I'm learning that this thing you don't like it, and this I need to work on mm-hmm. this for me to be able and then to keep means, you. It means the person's been honest. With yes. You. And I will respect. But I hate it when a guy me and you fight. Then next thing you go. Eh, eh, uh, MI on me. Trust me, <laughs> as I'm learning that, that I yeah. get used to you when you forget MI, mm-hmm. as time goes by, I know that this is not what I want and I'll mm-hmm. move on without no, even telling you. You know this rule, right? The whole um, once bitten, twice shy. Yeah. I think it applies in that situation perfectly. Yeah. If you notice, right, the way people learn how to be in a relationship with a person, even when you, with your friends, if you know that when your friend um, does something that you don't yeah. like and you bring it up with them, you can actually have a conversation with it. Yeah. However confrontational it might get, but you can have that conversation. Right? Yeah. They don't shut you off, right? If you know that that's a thing, it will create a culture in your relationship and that will make it easier for you to talk anytime you have a situation like that. Yeah. But if the person sort of like blocks you, it's like, okay... Gaslighting, I, it's not even block, blocking, gaslighting. Gaslighting or freezing you out to stopping conversation complete, completely in your mind you're like okay this is where our relationship is at and yeah. I don't think it can it grow go anywhere yeah exactly so now this is actually this. if we keep on talking we'll talk for hours oh my hours, god that's hours, true hours, hours. we didn't even know time had gone like that so like <laughs> we we're, uh, we're planning to do for 5 minutes right <laughs> I know <laughs> only up to 50 something minutes we talk so much so like if you want this topic to to carry on this with this topic or you have like a subtopic on this topic you want us to talk about please we'll leave it in the it. comment section on Instagram, not my <clears throat> WhatsApp. Uh-uh. No, let me why go you, like Africa. Not my WhatsApp. Not my WhatsApp. <laughs> so now, guys, please <laughs> like go to our Instagram page and leave the comments. They'll really appreciate because we need to repost it and keep um you guys engaged on Instagram. That's the only way we can have like a one-on-one conversation with you guys. Yeah. So I really, I really appreciate that you guys enjoyed this topic and leave your comments, leave your suggestions. I like the way you've yeah. that they've enjoyed and it. And our <laughs> want to give a shout out to our favorite listener, one of our favorite, one of uh-huh. and leave comments. Messi Owino. Yes. Messi Owino. <laughs> thank you very much yeah. for your support. You've yeah. been consistent. Yeah. You've been so. <sighs> she leaves like comments that, that even if we don't feel like, just see Messi's comments. Pay Misha. There's one that paid Misha Messi. The way you were like, uh, I don't I don't generally like men that, that play there, but okay, yeah, I mean, he's, he's trying. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's okay. Like no, we really, really, <laughs> and also go check out her Instagram. It's called um Frankly Speaking. And also her Insta- she, her personal Instagram is called Messi Owino. She's a witch, so you have to follow her. She's a witch, demonic one. So yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apart from that, and the rest of our listeners, we really appreciate thank the, you very the, much. The, yeah, the whole thing. The support. Also, Constance. Constance Muzaliwa, thank you very gang, much. Gang. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's another person who always comment too. So, guys, once you give comment, like we give shout out to you guys and also promote your business online here. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, so we business thank you very online. much. Thank, thank you, you very for much. tuning in. You can find yeah. us on Apple Podcasts, yeah. you can find us on Google Podcasts, mm. Spotify, and Anchor. Yeah. Thank and you also for counseling men, um, it's okay. I will be live on uh, mm-hmm. somewhere. So you just call me, we'll go on a uh, um bye 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 peace out. Yeah, thank you.
Hello guys, welcome back to the Office Podcast. This is episode 7. Seventh episode and we're here. I'm your host, Nuita Jile. And next to me is Drumroll. I'm next to you. Technically, I'm not next to you. Uh, I know my enemies are in the same room with me. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> please, uh, I say, please, village. <laughs> You're mad. It's uh, a privilege. Oh, God. So, yes. thanks for listening to our podcast. Oh, so you know, you know, get name. Oh, my name is um, <laughs> Genevieve. Oh, God. Yeah. AKA oh, right, Sierra. Oh, my God. Yeah. AKA Madia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even where did that come from? I love my dear, I swear. I love my dear. Like the one that um, what's his name acts as Tyler, Tyler Perry. Wow. But then you mentioned Tiara and mm-hmm. then all these combination what? of personalities. Oh not oh, okay. And also physics. That's problematic. <laughs> that's a very com- that's a very problematic combination of personalities. <laughs> oh my god. So my name is Hadra, you're lovely and um Sassy. sexy. Oh, okay. Sassy, sassy guest, sassy chapati. Guest sass, nah. Uh, sassy gift. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're available on where? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor. And Anchor, Google Podcasts, and also every comment, please leave it on Instagram. Come to our, go to our Instagram page and leave your comment and also yeah. anything, yeah. yeah. And what else again, please go to all the platform, leave a review there or like, like the star. Just press the last star and try it to see if it's going to work. <laughs> try it, I show other people to see if it's working. Like it's okay, we're trying to survey. Mm-hmm, yeah, thank mm-hmm. you very much. We're very happy to be presenting this podcast to you guys and We've um, shared posts about this, but we really appreciate the support we get from everyone that listens, that tunes in every week, you know, to just show us some like support. It means a lot. It does. It really does. Even my village people are really happy. <laughs> yeah. They're celebrating. Yeah, they're celebrating. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, I hope you guys have been well. Mm-hmm. This is week seven. We've we've done this. Episode seven, right? Yeah. This is seven a weeks. It's a wahoo. I know. Like when we're talking about this, like when was when were we talking about this? Was it like October? Was it October? No. When when did you start talking about this? We we're supposed to start this podcast in September. Jesus. But we kept on postponing. Yeah, postponing. we had to plan. Yeah. We had to plan. We had to plan. So it really it it's surreal to be doing this yeah. till now. And, you know, having seven episodes is crazy. But otherwise, how are you guys? Yeah, tell us. Hope you've eaten. Hope yeah. you've worked out. Have you poo Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. That's all right. You how do are this. you? Oh. That, I'm going to that. Um... Yeah, like that mom, your child will be very embarrassed of you. Is it, eh? Have you poo <laughs> That TikTok, TikTok uh, trend thing, the sound. So how are you? Are you okay? Don't say it again. Have you poo-poo? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Lord. What's this topic I beg? Before I just... How to hunt for men. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come up with your own topic list? What is Yeah, this? ladies. You want to get a man? Simple. Get two red candles. <laughs> find his pictures. Put them there. And dance around about it. And call his name. Seven times. <laughs> why is it always seven? Like, why is there no other seven number and, for that Seven thing? and three are actually really significant numbers. Oof, oof. So, 
Actually, the topic of today is is employment really for, for me? Moi. For me, 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 me. Is employment for you? What Say you it in French. Um, what the whole sentence in French? Uh, uh, that is an ambush, Aga. I won't say. I will, I'll say later. Entrepreneur, implementer, really for for me. I'm speaking French. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish. Okay, in pidgin English, share <laughs> employment day for me. I be not for me to true. <laughs> oh my god! But okay, yeah, that's already translated. Yeah, but yeah. What do you guys think? Leave us a comment, a couple comments. I know the, some of you are rather listening to this while in the office and really asking yourself that question. Is trust it, like, me. Really for trust, me. This Am I a, meant to be in this company? Bro, <laughs> it's a conversation that we all, I know everyone around our age group, like from the from like 20 all the way to like 30 something. It's, it's a question that you need to answer. So let's, let's get to the whole thing. Yeah. What get into is it. job hunting? What is job hunting? What is job hunt? Like we're going to the hunting thing? Yeah, because for already? you to consider, get <clears> to <throat> the part where you ask yourself, is employing for me? You have to go through the process. You must have actually try getting the job. I mean, why do we work? I need money to live my bougie life. Do you see how <laughs> nice clothes are? They're those really nice clothes. They're really expensive. I don't have kids for me to think about pampas and and also I intentionally walk down the aisle for baby things to see the price. I encourages me not to have baby yet. Ah, okay. This, that's a very interesting. The pampas, that's a very interesting method. Pampas are expensive. Just one. I'm seeing one. I don't see the rest. I'm just seeing one thousand. Oh, they're recyclable um, pampas. I don't want. My, no, like my baby get rashes. No, apparently it's really why well, you, you already you you already determining the type of like. Reactions your baby is going to have. No, like some re- reusable things. Yeah. I don't need to reuse it, but I have a. You have a. That's yeah. the, you should watch some of their videos. I've seen some on TikTok. Apparently, it's really. Mm. It's better. It's cost effective. Like pads to their reusable pads. Yeah. And Ew. it's less mm-hmm. damaging on mm-hmm. like the society. Yeah. It's better for the environment. So consider it. Anyways. Mm. um, Yeah. So, like, why do we get jobs? We need to survive. We need to. <sighs> Now, okay. You need to one. live. You can function in you this world. You need to be without... financially independent. Yes. You need to be able to afford basic life needs. True. Let's you can't survive without money. Months. Mm-hmm. We, we, you need to be able to... To what else? Also, to, it gives you confidence. Financial security gives you confidence. That's true. Yeah, you function and, better in society generally. Yeah, when you know that you have some cash, maybe you make money every month and you're saving, you know that either way you're safe, you're cool. When That's it happens, true. at least you have a backup. Now. Exactly. But the fact that you're just earning, you're earning no salary, um, no, you're earning no savings problem. Yeah. Okay, small problem. Then you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're not earning, you have savings, big problem. Now you True. have, you're not working and rather you're not earning and also you have, you don't have savings. Kasala. Sorry, Kasala. <laughs> the word of the day is Kasala. kasala. Which means problem. <laughs> problem. Wait, which language is that? Kasala, I don't know. Just, mm. your brain just cook them. <laughs> no, Kasala is a word in pidgin English. Ah, it is. Yeah, but I it's wahala, a I, I thought Wahala was... There are several problems in Wahala... I forgot it. So now okay. job hunting and also what else from I'm waiting for you to talk. I mean, okay. <laughs> You're waiting for me to talk. The <laughs> Oh my God. Anyways, so yeah, that's what we need jobs for, generally, right? We need to function in society or less we can't 
um, I guess, donating. And generally what we've been fed and what is, from what I've noticed right now, the first means of generating money for yourself, like that has been, um, I guess, by popular um, standards, it's out there. That's your main source of income is getting a job. So either you work for somebody, you, yeah, most of the time you're working for somebody, you're employed, you, com- you um, I guess, complete tasks and you get paid for it at the end of the month. That's like the easiest way to generate money by um, a lot of um, standards. That's like the general thing, right? Even from like the olden times, like you can be a, what do you call these people? You can be a cattle rarer for somebody that owns a lot of cattle mm-hmm. and you get paid for it. You have your little monthly stipend, you know? And like, that's a general thing. Okay, so now I have a question. Uh-huh, tell me. You think serious? Question, question. Question. I guess call you the B word. Qu- <laughs> we'll go fight. Look me, Aja, we'll go fight. What if it's baby I wanted to say? Baby. <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> like, I don't know you. Uh-huh. So, do you think writing CVs and also cover letters, like after, like, do you think it's necessary by force? Um, there was this one time I saw this Fulani guy that was about to, that was applying to be a caturera and he wrote like the maddest CV, man. Okay, no, <laughs> let me not say CV and cover letters. Cover letters itself. Oh, do you God. think it's necessary? After God. I've done all my proper applications, you want me to write a letter to convince uh, you why I have done those jobs? You know, funny enough, I've actually had a thought about that whole cover letter thing. Mm. Like, what is the point? Like, do you, will you believe what I say? Okay, people will say in the cover letter, write what you can offer the company, right? In your own words. I'll you know? offer you guys my presence, my shine. <laughs> you think, see, I'm a star. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. No, like, of course, it's really unnecessary. On that one, you go online, you apply, you've, like, submitted your CV, mm-hmm. and you still want me to go to a section to fill in my CV details in that section again. Word for word. After I've submitted my CV again. If you consider the rule, like there was this video I've, I've, I watched, I came across on TikTok. And what, apparently what recruiters, right? Mm. Consider when they're, um, I guess, like onboarding people and sort of like trying to recruit people is, there's so many things. First of all, you have to have like social credit. Yeah. So in terms like people, they have to, people have to know you in a way. Like you have to be known in a space, right? So that is literally... Not just social credit. It's like people have to know, like, okay, like for instance, on LinkedIn, right? You need mm. to have recommendations from oh, other yeah. professionals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like, okay, you've you've read my CV. You know what I'm capable of based on what I've shown you, right? You've gotten the cover letter. However um, unimportant that you know we think it is, right? Mm-hmm. All of that is completed. You've had this person on an interview, right? And you've asked questions, they've answered your questions, right? You are getting satisfactory, satisfactory answers out of this person, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, if there's no recommendation from a fellow professional that yes, this person is, yeah, like they know what they are doing. Like, if you don't have that, you still probably wouldn't get the job. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Like it's it feels like and it's the thing such a scam. Is, for me, I find that recommendation thing um, somehow. Because, for example, you, you maybe, for example, you work to a crappy boss or a crappy person or a serious chronic narcissist. Mm. And I've heard of a story like that. Then that you go 
you write their contact down and names down mm-hmm. as your referees. Mm-hmm. The oh next God. thing, they, call you, they come in calls Ooh. and they are saying shit about you. I heard of a story that about like I was told about it. That's like, petty. This lady was working for this company that she called the boss and the she called the manager. And the manager yeah. took uh took the phone to the boss, took the phone to the mm-hmm. boss, and they sat down and were talking shit about that lady. Mind you, what I was told is that this lady left this company peacefully, no problem, did her normal. I think she even gave her CV a month in advance. I don't know. I'm not sure. What? Like apparently, she, they spoke. Terrible bad, things about bad her. About yeah. her. That's, that is, and that's, I think that's the, one of the problems with the whole employment um, scene mm. is that your, like I said, like the whole social credit thing depends on other people. It's not just based on, because something I read, I didn't read, I, there was a video, ugh, so many videos. There was a video I watched, right? And mm. they were like, what would make people even people for people to like consume your con- your content, right? Yeah. Based on a certain topic that you're talking about, why would people tune in every day, right, or every other week to listen to you? Yeah. You must prove that you can actually do the thing you're talking about. Yes. And I understand that when it comes to a job, right? So you must show your level of, I guess, um, competence. Exactly, competence in that particular field, and it makes sense. But now the problem is that the problem stems from like. If you cannot prove using somebody else, like you just showing somebody, like this is something I did. This is the work. This is my process. It's detailed. I'm showing you. You clearly, you have now the perception that I can actually do this. Yeah. But for that not to be enough and that you need an, another human being to be like, yes, indeed. Yeah, they can do that. It's, it's, it makes the whole um, recruitment process feel like a waste of time. Like, like why not just then hire me based on the word of some person then? Like, why do you need me to go through all, jump through all those hoops and still need that? I think somebody that, if there's anybody in the, um, that's listening to this, that has a better experience, you know, like extensive knowledge on this, like you can give us more knowledge, I guess, on in the comment section. Yeah, Tell because us. I feel like most companies, rather than just getting someone Following, uh, hiring some based on the words of the other people. Yeah. What you should do, probation period is necessary. If yeah. this person just said this about this person, but you've seen that there are skills about mm-hmm, this person mm-hmm. and your spirit is actually telling you that spirit, this person eh? is worth it. Yeah. Is it I don't, on, I don't let's think be a lot of corporate people are in tune with their spirit. No, like, let's be honest. <laughs> there, are some, there are some things your mind is not like. Your mind is like, mm-mm. My soul. Yeah. So now, <laughs> I hate you. So now, like, you're like, uh-huh. you're like, um, should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? Give that person a try. Okay, if, give them a flower and then they can be removing the petals. <laughs> so now, mm-hmm. if this person is actually what they say, hire them. Or also do your research about those employers. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, the need for other people to say... To validate to val- you. Thank you very much. Ah, thank you. Ah, you've just... They helped me with so many. You're yeah, welcome. Validate the fact that you need other people to validate me as a um, potential um, hire. It's it's problematic. So now, uh, what's your what? I want you to tell me your own worst interview experience. Worst interview experience. Oh, there was this one time I was applying for a video editing job, and there was this, the other dude. There was like this crazy time difference because it was like a remote job I was applying for, and I got on the. 
the call, the video call. Mm. And it's like this Indian dude on the other side of the, of the, of the camera. Was he rude? He wasn't rude. Okay. Not, was he racist? Not that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're, you're just jumping the gun. Eh? <laughs> no, like he hadn't like, so he, he says, hi, Nuita. I'm like, hey man, what's good? Um, thank you for having me. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then he like, he starts typing or reading something off the screen. And for like a good, like 30 seconds, it's like absolute silence. I'm like, okay, um, hi, like what's happening? I was like, oh no, give me a minute. I'm like screening you and other um, applicants at the same time. So I'm just like trying to like, I'm like, okay, cool. And- He's screening physic. I, I don't know what he meant because it didn't make any sense. I, I don't know what he meant by he's screening um, other applicants at the same time. And it was ridiculous because the entire time he was just there quiet, Hajara, just typing and reading. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, I mean, I was very nervous. Granted, I was Definitely, very, I also very, be. very nervous for that interview. So I was quiet. I was like, okay, is this how it's supposed to go? Like, is this like some type of pol- company policy thing? And after like maybe two minutes-ish of like awkward exchanges and a lot of silence. He was like, oh, thank you for coming on to this meeting. No, he didn't ask me, like, so the awkward conversation, he was asking me about my experience. Like, okay, what have you done? I, you know, answered. He was like, yeah, cool. And it was like very straightforward questions, right? Questions that technically were answered by my CV and my said um, cover letter. Mm. So he was asking me exactly, he was essentially asking me to confirm information that I'd already given him. So it was it was very weird and awkward. So after that, two minutes, this guy was like, "Oh, thank you for coming on to this meeting. Uh, we I'll review your your what do you call your application and get back to you, Nita." And then that was it. After a while, he goes quiet for like half a year, and then actually earlier this year, I think around around January, mm. he then texted me. He's like, "Um, I uh, I I do still offer uh, video editing services." It's like, wow. Did you say yes? I didn't answer. You just said yes. I didn't answer. I didn't answer. You just said yes. I know. I probably should have. But you I was, should have. I was like, uh, yeah, this this seems like you're wasting my time. At some point, I sincerely thought it was a scam. Okay. Yeah. So now, you know this um, Kenyan celebrity for the YouTube page or... Yeah, called just um, over 25. Now, there's this lady who she's more in the corporate, like mm-hmm. she's more into the corporate uh, influencer, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So her name is just Ivy. So like last week, Monday, she actually had that, like um, a, a question and answer thing okay. session on Monday. She does that every Monday. Okay. So now the question she asks is, how did you know you weren't going to get the job at the interview, there were <laughs> so many hilarious answers. Let me. And so this person said, went on for a supervisor interview. Uh-huh. No, surveyor interview questions. Uh-huh. First five, pres- um, first, uh, he was asked uh, the first five pri- vice presidents of Kenya, uh-huh. non religious holiday between my blah, 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 blah. I don't understand that. Another lady was like, when she started suggesting other companies, yeah. I should apply to. <laughs> And that person said, the look I got when I told the MD that he had he had been in that company for too long, about time I answered him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay, that was, that, was, that was very oh that was a bad move. No, that that was person a bad was move. like, 
Uh-huh. They asked me how my values align with their goals. I didn't even know this. <laughs> the company goals. <laughs> oh, there's something I've noticed when they put out those applications. Uh, this um um what do you call it? The whole we're we're hiring right. Mm. Those job posts. They always like I've noticed these days. They put it there. Read our core values and our goals and all those things, right? That you have in the about section of a company. Read those things before you apply, please. Because apparently, I think they have a lot of those situations mm. where people don't really know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, another one. She's like, the interviewers forgot to log me in for an an amount of time. <laughs> when they did, all of them looked very uninterested in what I had to say. Oh, After the interview was done, that's, they, that's, they again oh forgot to log me out. Oh my God. <laughs> Not me struggling to log myself out while being part of the conversation where they were saying how they would give their internal person the role and thank God they are done with this process, which was unnecessary anyway. Oh that's my bullshit, God. They might, so I feel like they might have been pushed to look for somebody. Probably. They, were, they probably weren't interested in hiring anybody to begin with. Yeah. So another person interview was scheduled for eight p eight a.m. Mm. It started at eleven thirty a.m. <laughs> there was a lady in six inch heels pacing up and down the corridor where us interviewees were seated. It was a third of it was third to I was third to enter the room and when I noticed it was a lady in heels conducting interview, I simply knew I wouldn't get it. Why? <laughs> Maybe it was looking at me. <laughs> another was like my first job interview. Ten years ago, I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! He said, and when we got over that, they they asked, um, they asked, tell us about yourself. I talked about how I have, I'm a great cook. <laughs> Yo, I'm funny enough, I love chicken wings. <laughs> you know, if 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 the interviewers are cool, it was a they'll find that position. interesting. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I was going to defend. Wait, guys. Anytime you ask that question, tell us about yourself. Uh-huh. The first thing you do is talk about your experience and uh, skills you have relevant to that role. Okay, relevant to that role. That's yeah. a key word there. Mm-hmm. Also, talk about maybe um, projects. If case, if you find it something you want to chip in, projects you've done similar to that to the mm-hmm. that may help the company, mm-hmm. and also. Tell them how you got the school to see, but don't over talk too much where they have no choice but to ask questions from what you said. Mm. So meaning your answer should be precise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So tips, tips. Yeah. The interviewer kept rushing me. Another answer. Mm. The interviewer kept rushing me to answer questions. And I told her, relax, I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one. She probably got tired. Like, okay, chill, chill, man, chill. Chill, I'm making a point here. Yeah. <laughs> See the facial expression. Then, another person said, my complexion, because I think she was dark in the service industry. Then, another person said, I sent the wrong cover letter. <laughs> I wonder what it read like. Like, what was that cover letter? <laughs> this one, you laugh. I had French on my CV, as one of the languages I speak. Interviewers uh-huh. starts asking questions in French. Bro, I just said oi. oi. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wee wee? Like oi oi. Like oh oi oi oi. I said oi. I'm just missing it. I know. Wee. Wee wee. Wee 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 wee. <laughs> that will get you in so much trouble. 
<laughs> but wait, people lie a lot I on have, their CVs. Yeah, I also have French in my CV. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't even speak French. No, I just speak a bit, though. Ah. A bit. Parle-moi en français. Eh? Parle-moi en français. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. You get caught. You get caught. Quick. Quick. I wrote French. Better like start practicing now. I had a French to my CV. Uh-huh. Then what I did is I downloaded Duolingo and started learning. <laughs> But it does not catch up. Catch up to your CV. I was like, I need to check my CV before some of the lies. Yeah. Let me make them real. Yeah. Another <laughs> person was caught. Wait, let me see. The interviewer had his feet on the desk. Gang, gang. And kept picking his call mid-interview. Keep, wow. And kept picking what? His calls mid-interview. Like he was getting several calls and he was picking them. Do you know what? The, That's, way, the way interviews have been framed, right? Mm. Not some, in some twisted way, somebody might think that it's a test. It's so weird. Like, that type of obnoxious behavior, right? Mm-hmm. would be like, oh, maybe he's testing me. Maybe this is part of the whole process. But that's terrible. <laughs> on that one, I think this one, the team pitied the person. He said, the first ever interview, the team started advising me on how to answer question and answer. How to package <laughs> myself. <laughs> I you, she left there with something. Yeah, value. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, wait, so <laughs> Ivy, uh, please tell me why mucus came out of my nose. <laughs> why did it? You know, came out, I came out of the nose. My <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Okay, let me ask you a question, yeah. right? Do you think that I know when it like when I ask this question, it might seem like Maybe not, but ge- just generally, right? Mm. Do you think that it might be the duty of interviewers and recruiters to make the the applicants somewhat comfortable, especially for this process, yeah. so that they can get the best out of them? Because it have been, they were also in that position when yeah. they went there. They were also nervous. So yeah. these are people who are nervous and also yeah. find, trying to impress you. True. So just you like break to, the ice. Yeah. You know? you, even if you know you're not going to employ them, just make sure they're comfortable. Yeah. Because that speaks a lot about your company. Because True. if you, I go, my friend go interview somewhere and she come tell me, oh, this is what happens. I won't, wouldn't want to apply working there. Meaning, mm-hmm. if you doing the interview, you could do this. Mm-hmm. That means when I'm working now, you guys will kill me. Mm-hmm. Wait, actually, that can actually lead into another question. Do you mm-hmm. think that companies and, you know, hiring um, services or whatever it is have so much power? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that they have too much power? They do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I've left just four more stories mm. with comments. Mm. Another person was like, one of the interview panelists laughed as I responded <laughs> to a question. Oh, my God. I knew I was done. Oh, my God. <laughs> On that person said, they slept during my presentation. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> When they asked me to close the door when I had sat, I pushed it with my legs. <laughs> it was like you do like this with the door. <laughs> it was it was so near, so he used his leg to close the door instead of standing up to close the door. <laughs> I mean, that was practical. On that one, one of the interviewing consultants was smoking vape in the room, and I was like, never joining them. That's actually true. Shows you the culture. Mm. So let me read the, the last one. Mm-hmm. When I said I was 
I was to do anything and I was asked if I am told to strip, would, would I do it? Oh, hell. I was shocked and tired at once. What? <laughs> shocked and tired. What type of job was when like they said, applying she for? She said she would do anything for, for the job. Meaning so they asked her, so if we ask you to strip, will you do it? <laughs> I see why she was tired. <laughs> Okay, now That's this such last a petty one. question. This I, I thought a, you said that was the last, last one. This last one, when I got to an interview uh-huh. without a laptop, only to find it was a coding test, as stated in the email. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this. So that person applied for a tech job, a kid without a laptop. Your laptop, like no, Ooh. that one you don't. In this one, you and your village people were, were fighting. Ooh, <laughs> no, my god. So now, Nuit, have you ever worked a corporate job? I have. What made you quit? Like personal issues mm-hmm. and the fact that my boss wanted to slash my salary. Like essentially slash it to half what it was initially because apparently the company wasn't doing well. And I understand that, that the company wasn't doing well. But the what really irked me was the fact that it seemed she she was sort of like imposing it on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, do this for the sake of the company, you know, and not really coming to me. As, okay, let's have a conversation. Nita, this is the position in which the company is in. Because it was like a startup, honestly, right? Mm. And I was the only person in my position, right? And my job was crucial to the general functionality of the company. Oh, I know that. Like you're having multiple roles exactly. as in one oh role. Oh my God, I was like a copywriter. That thing, that thing is stressful. Everything. And you were, I remember you were still in school. Yep, I was still in school. So I was like, and the, the thing is, here's the thing, right? And... It had so many dimensions to it. The fact that I was working, I had to like take a whole year off of school to work there. Mm. And when I got back to school, the way I picked my hours made sure that I, it wouldn't obstruct my yeah. work. And Hajara, the only issue was, there was, I think on a Tuesday, I was going to be coming one hour late. And to she class? Was, yeah, no, to what they call it, to work. And then she was like, oh, yeah, Mita, uh, because of that one hour, mm-mm. Mm-mm. You your salary slashed. She was looking for an excuse. I was just like, yo, yeah, exactly. You she see, was looking for an that's excuse. the problem because if she had come to me and she was like, look, we are in deep water right now. I need your help. Let us. I'm going to increase your salary. And the funny thing is that this conversation came about when I was actually supposed to get a raise. You get it was like such a sneaky way to like try and undercut and you me. Worked, you worked there for how long? I worked there for like one year. It was actually where near lucky. Oh man. You know, being a woman in the corporate world, mm. let me give you one. I used to work for an auditing firm, so I was a junior consultant. Yeah. I was like, now in my third month, so I'd gotten comfortable and I used to see the boss. The boss gave me that that vibe. So yeah. we, we used to talk chill, mm-hmm. like he was that comfortable. I was that comfortable. Yeah. So I used to like get comfortable, make silly jokes. Mm-hmm. Now he's <laughs> me silly jokes like joke with about clients and the rest. Like mm-hmm. him was making like I did not I ignored the hint because I was so naive to the yeah. situation. So now this nigga, this like, nigga, sorry, <laughs> no, why are you apologizing? It's funny. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, the man. Yeah. First hint was he asked me, "Do I live alone?" Gang, gang. Like, yes. Then I was staying in Kwetu. Red light. Oh, Kwetu. Yeah. You so, didn't have to compete with all those Kwetu boys, though. Mm? This man, old. He was in his forties, and my dad looked younger than him. That's how bad that, that man looked. Is this? Yeah, my dad is in his Ooh. late fifties, almost sixty, and this Ooh. nigga, like, he, my dad looks looks till now looks Better younger than that man. Wow. 
Okay. And I thought the man was even in his 50s, in his late 50s, only for me <laughs> to find that terrible. he was actually when then he was 48. So, oh my God. Uh-huh. So this man was, um, I ignored him. On the yeah. thing, he was like, Are you dating? Like, on that time, I was like, Boom. Why are you asking, sir? Like, I just started laughing. Why are you asking, sir? Like, I saw, like, me, yeah. I just did, like, maybe it's one of our jokes. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, Uh uh-uh, uh, so no one is taking care of your bills, no one is servicing you. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> uh, like something told me, I just ignored. That is such a line. Yeah, I ignored. Then another time now, the following week, we got a contract with the Kenyan government yeah. to go to Bungoma mm-hmm. to go audit some circles. Yeah. So now, like this man put pressure on me that if I don't go, I'll lose my job, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So I was like, okay, anyways, my dad was like, do not go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told my dad, like, I'm not comfortable. Something my mind was like, don't go. Mm-hmm. I was like, anyways. In your, in your spirit. Yeah. And I was like, anyways, mm-hmm. it's Bungoma. And this is an opportunity for me to, it's a road trip to Bungoma. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so um, Bungoma is a um, state, for Nigeria is a state or county here in Kenya. Close I, to the border. I've never heard that word. Yeah. That, um, it, name it, before. Oh, that you see elephants there. It's actually nice. It's not that pretty, but like, it's more of like Kaduna-ish vibe. Well, like, is a, okay. I've yeah. never, like, it's close I've, to the border of Uganda. Okay, is it like um what was it Busia? Is it like Busia? Yeah, I think it's before you get to Busia. Oh, okay. So, but it's close. So, this 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 man insisted I go. So I was like, we didn't want this. So I packed my and went. Mm-hmm. I realized on the trip mm-hmm. he was not driving. Nigga was always looking at me, okay, but yeah. I ignored. I was like, ah, maybe signs. Go. But through the rearview mirror, because I was sitting directly behind that him. That is creepy. So now after a while. He, we went to, we stopped at Kisumu to have breakfast. So <laughs> now we had entered Kisumu. You know, no, Kisumu not, is, the, is the town, is the city of love in Kenya. <laughs> apparently. And we, we ate, we ate there. Then I forgot what happened. I was like, hey, gift, come eat my food. I was like, no, sir, I'm okay. Come eat my food. Mind Sexy. you, this is roadside food. I have an issue <laughs> with, with food. With like, I'm really, mm, yeah. yeah. So now I know this is a country that I'm not used, up to now stayed long, I'm not still used to some Kenyan food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we started again. Now we entered Kisumu town now. Because mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. it was at the outer part. We entered Kisumu town. Then you entered some, like, some areas. Wait, we wanted to visit. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Sorry, before you continue. Were mm-hmm. you alone with him in the car? No, there were other guys. Okay. But I was the only girl. Okay, cool. Yeah. So now we entered, uh, now apparently an uncle of his had died. So we wanted the opportunity to like go see the family. So he was okay. like, okay, I'm going. Can you come with me? I was like, no, sir, I'm okay here. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just innocently answering. Yeah. Then after a while, we drove. Got finally got to Bungoma at night. Mm-hmm. Then at the first room they gave me, I had an issue with the room. So now the curtain wasn't fully closing. Meaning, if I come out from the bathroom, someone yeah. from outside will see me naked. Okay. I mean, you could switch off the lights. Yeah, but either way, still. So I complained. They had to change the room. That I told them I'm not comfortable. Now the the partner was actually really nice. A really up to now, anytime I see that man, I always say thank you. Yeah. He was a really nice man. So he, he also insisted no change in room. She needs to be comfortable. She yeah. needs to be comfortable. Mm. So like he made sure that he treated me like his younger sister because I was the only girl. I was like, I yeah. want you to enjoy this. You're in Kenya. I want you to enjoy Kenya. Yeah. So then after a while, uh, the following day, we went to go check some of the circles. It was on a Saturday now. So most of them were closed. Mm-hmm. So went around checking. And so now after a while, we couldn't get some of them because they were closed. Okay. So now I went to some bar to go eat and go to meet. Yeah. We do, yeah. So I was <laughs> hungry. I ate it. I actually liked it. Yeah. Then we came back. No, this one was still looking at me weirdly. Now I came back home. 
I went to, I just, I, I didn't go my lap, I, I didn't go my laptop, I went to work laptop. Mm-hmm. So I came back, I started using my phone to watch movie, in, my phone to watch movie in the lab, in the room. Next mm-hmm. I got a knock on the door. Gang, gang. This man came, was like, uh, come for Do you want church. company? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm heading to that part. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, the story is long. They uh-huh. come for me to church. I'm like, no, sir, I don't go to church. Wait, you said come to Come with me to church. Yeah, he goes wow. to church and those people go to church on Saturdays. I was God like, no, balls. I'm a winner. I'm a, I'm a Pentecost. I was a winner's chapel. I don't go to a winner's chapel member. So I don't go to church on Saturdays, yeah. strictly Sundays. Mm-hmm. He said, no problem. He came back. In the evening, he came back knocking. Like he knocked several times. Then I opened. He was like, let's go to the gym. I was like, no, sir, I'm not so okay. I'd rather stay inside. Mm-hmm. Then later that evening, came back knocking. He was like, come to my room. <laughs> now he was... Were, Man is tired. He has tried he everything. Was, yeah. Then he, he 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 told me come to my room. I was like, no, sir. He was insisting. Yeah. Then I saw that the other the door, cause his room wasn't that far from my room. So I saw the door was wide open. Yeah. And I saw some of our colleagues were entering into the room. So I was like, okay, everyone is there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me go. But yeah. I wasn't Something comfortable. Your was just like no. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't comfortable. So after a while, we all stayed. Then everyone started leaving one by one. Bastard. One by one. Even the colleagues who left. So like, mm. me, I thought that they were all into it. Mm. So now this man, I, I was just sitting, me, I was sitting on the bed because everyone was, everyone took the chairs. Yeah. So I sat on the bed. Mm-hmm. Then next, because he was also sitting on the bed. Next thing, I was about to go. Like immediately everyone, when I was texting, I texted Mahmoud, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but I called me. Even Toby, I was like, call me. And nobody called me. That is like, good, get out. Then, then he was like, everyone said, then he sat immediately as I stood up, I was like, hey, tell me about Nigerian politics. Ooh. Then I started talking. Then yeah. I was like, trying to cut it short. Then next thing I was about to stand up. Then he was like, you know, you're a pretty girl, right? Like, oh. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're a pretty girl. I was like, yeah. Then he was like, I was like, yeah. He was like, then he rubbed, carried his hand, rubbed from my neck down to my ass. <laughs> And he was like, why can't you sleep in my room tonight? Oh, my God. You, and you said, That feels, that's so creepy. Yeah. Oh. Nita, have you ever had that thing that you literally see a light bulb turning on immediately? The, the first light that came in my head. Sir, I was on the call with my mom, so I have to go call her. Like, I was like, oh my it felt like a Nigerian movie because I started shaking. Because my mind is, number one, I'm in his room. In case anything happens, what we like to people will be like, number I'm Nigerian. Kenyans really don't like Nigerians like that. Mm. Now that part of this, they don't really like Nigerians. Yeah. Secondly, the question they'll ask me, what you to his room? How did you get to his room? Why were you in his room? And there's really no way to explain it. Yeah. I don't think you should actually have to explain the that. The thing is, that is the first question people will ask in case I get raped. Okay, that's true. Because the room was closed. Yeah. Closed. Like, I swear, my hands were physically shaking now. My whole body started shaking oh to a certain point. I was like, God, please, God, please, forgive me, forgive me, forgive oh me. Like, God. I was scared, genuinely scared. This man kept on insisting that no sleep. They say you can talk to her here, then you can also shower oh, here and sleep that's here. That's disgusting. Nuita, how how this man agreed, I don't know. He was like, okay, but I'll just go to your room. I went. The next day, I called, I think that day I called Toby and now he called Toby. I was like, Toby, this is what happened. Toby was like, okay, wow, well, this is okay. Yeah. Like, I think Toby was, Toby was calling to be sure that I was safe. Mm-hmm. Then, luckily, my dad called that morning. I couldn't keep it. Because he was like, I was like, hey, daddy. He was like, how are you? Like, you know, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. I, like, I said, Daddy, I'm scared. Because you hear my voice, like, what happened? I like that. This what happened. My dad didn't insulted me. Like, I told you not to go for this trip. <laughs> yeah, I told you not to go for this trip. He said, now we have to find a way for you to get out of the, that place. He yeah. said, okay, no, before he said, I said, what do you want? I said, Daddy, I want to go back home. Then he was like, okay, go. 
Gem, send me your boss's email. I sent it to him. Ooh, fire. Then, now my dad was really smart. I sent it to him. Now my dad sent an email to the man using his official email. Let the man know his position in society mm-hmm. and let him know that, okay, in case you do anything, I'm watching you. That's yeah. why he, my dad, that's why he did that. Send the email. Say thanks for the internship he gave Subtle to my daughter. Subtle way of threatening him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the email. He called his, his phone. My dad told him his phone. He said, hello, Mr. Full Names. <laughs> Capita. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, uh, thank you for the employment you gave my daughter. Yeah. But it was December. This was December 2019. Yeah. He was like, is it 2020? No, 2020. Yeah. He was like, I need my daughter to come back 2020, home. during COVID. And you guys were moving like that. Yeah. Oh. So uh-huh. uh, he was like, my daughter needs to come go back to Nigeria. And also I have a f- uh, soldier friend in the army barracks here I need. So he said that so that man knows yeah. I have yeah. somebody here. Mm-hmm. I need my daughter to go pick a package so she brings it home for me. Okay. The man started shaking. Googled. <laughs> now this man Googled my family's son. Yeah. Then he found out society. The man was, <laughs> Then this man was not like this man was not like he now read the history about my great great grandfather and the rest. Damn. The man was not like, Oh, your tribe, when I go back uh, when I come, I want to come I want to get a I want to get a woman from your tribe. So I, I started giving answer. If he, he noticed, I like, okay, sir, just check. I'm very sure you find one one day. You can go yourself. He said, Okay, if I go to Nigeria, who host me? I said, Sadia hotels. Then he started talking. <sighs> then I was like, um, and then immediately, no remorse. I was just like, sir, I need my salary so I can go back home. Then he said, okay, go back home. He said, no problem. He said he was sent tonight. That night, I didn't wait. That day, I yeah. walked out, went to look for Easy Coach. Anyone in the area knows Easy Coach. I, yeah. Easy Coach. I bought a ticket even before paying. I was like, I'm ready to get because I wasn't safe at all. You weren't. So Easy Coach and the rest, I got Easy Coach and left. Then he asked me, what did you tell your dad? I was like, why are you asking me? So he sent me an email. I acted like I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know he sent you an email. He just asked me an email. That's all. He said, okay, okay. Then I collected. Immediately, I left. Like, he followed. The, he, no, that night he gave me my salary. Yeah. Gave me my salary. I told my fellow colleague who was the same age as me. And he was like, he didn't know. He was also, that one too was so careful. He was, every, that night, mm-hmm. called me like, are you okay? Are you okay? Luckily, the following day, he didn't know I got had gotten a ticket. He mm-hmm. even asked me how, how I got the ticket. He, he just dropped me with the other guys and left. Now, immediately I left, mm-hmm. 1st of January, I sent my resignation email. email. He never replied. Most now, the one. colleague, the one who was treating like a daughter, mm-hmm. called me and like, my daughter, what happened? Why did you resign? Mm-hmm. I told him everything. He was like, let me tell you, I didn't know. Because I told him, sir, I thought you were in, in, into it. Like yeah, you, I don't know you need. He was like, no, he didn't know. Like, he's really sorry. I even said that. Even your friend is not my type. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so angry. The man, on the, the, man the, the partner for the yeah, audience, yeah. the man is actually a very wealthy person in Kenya. Yeah. Of course he I is. don't call him. Like, he really apologized, which made me respect him more. Yeah. The other one never called to say anything. I mean, like, it's, he, he was caught. Now and he other, knows it. You no, know, after leaving, some of my colleagues go, why did you resign? Was like, what What did you do to this man? Like, the man became scared to stay in his office alone, became scared to go to his car. Like, he was scared to oh, do yeah, things the alone. Oh, yeah, the way your dad and then the research that he did. So now, like, so I've been having similar stories like this that I've not been lucky to stay in a company beyond three months. Mm. Oh, oh, wait, you've had similar situations where... Yeah, the last you, one for this internship, the, the internship... And it was due to the whole sexual... Yeah, thing. The, this, no, that one had already left. Yeah. Apparently, that man could, didn't have the balls to talk. It was after I left, I would say, anytime I come to your office, he was always on him. 
what he told me. Hell? So even if I wanted to go back, he already destroyed it. Even the last time, remember the last story, I know, that yeah. Coco. Mm-hmm. Like I've not been lucky because I can endure all these boy things that you, you you shouldn't be relying on luck. Yeah. Like it, it. Some ladies can stay through it. I can't. No, every that's the thing. The fact that you have to stay through it that that that, that shouldn't be happening. Like yeah. I've heard a lot. Yeah. Right on social media, I've seen like videos right where people are like. Oh, um, this happened to me when I was working, and it was like it had to do with like the whole sexual harassment thing. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it seems so far away, right? And so it doesn't seem as real. But like when I hear stories like that, I'm like, okay, cool. This this is a bigger problem than I think we realize or have noticed, and it's terrible because normally the way I think about things in general is that men, maybe due to a lot of um, horrible things done by like other men in the past men have been portrayed as predators right and the fact that i personally don't see myself as that mm. i have friends that i know are actually decent in the i mind you all these men who do this they have daughters it's it's crazy that perception like i, I was like is there a problem with the world why are men portrayed as these so that's creatures why, that are predatory after and all like, these things that, after all this thing that happened to me mm-hmm. that's when I got to understand why women are mean in the corporate world I understand it I really that's do that's why we are working for a woman who is really strict and mean that woman literally walked her ass off there with her, with her legs closed she's that's why I was like knowing that some women when you're working with them they're so mean some women because they know how they because how like if you have a PhD and you're working for someone who has mm. a PhD as a woman mm-hmm. you have equal rights but now you have to get a second PhD to show you that you're better than this person that's one thing <laughs> working in the corporate world that's one thing I've noticed it's a man's world strictly a man's world as a woman they see you as a second class when that lady was giving a story a, a Nigerian celebrity mm-hmm. her first job because she was single they wanted to slash her salary saying that you are not married why do you need this much salary what was this what was this Obviously, and she gave an interview. I know, like, which country was this? Nigeria. I'll send you, it's an interview. She's giving an interview. That I was like, like they said, you're not married. You're just a young girl. Why do you need this much salary? I was like, what the hell? That's, that, it has nothing to do with anything. That's what, after losing, after after that, um, the last company I worked with, mm-hmm. I went to go start working in a salon because I was like, I'm done with the corporate world. Because I was asking myself, is employment really for me? Because yeah. everyone, is that somebody wants to sleep with me? Is that somebody is being a narcissist? Is that somebody wants to control my the, control my social life? Generally, right, the corporate the corporate scene has a lot of toxic situations happening there, right? But the bigger like the story you just told, mm. like you don't realize, like it's it's bad. It's really bad because this story is not unique to you. There's so many women that have gone through this, right? I know that there are the ones out there that are using it for um, their own gain, just trying to like bring somebody down with this accusation. Whatever, okay, this guy tried to um, rape me or something, and they're just using just generally the way things are in the climate to just like bring somebody down maliciously. But mm. the fact is, this there are some stories. A lot of these stories are real, and that is a problem. Some ladies are actually giving because of promotion. More I know, but like the, it's. And it's really annoying. It is. <laughs> it is. It really is because when I think about it, like what, as a a, a man that is working in the corporate world, right? Most of the time, it's people with power that mm. do these things, right? So it's sure. either the supervisor, he's the boss, maybe the CEO, CFO, something. He has position. He has money, right? He's well. He's well off, right? 
they have the what's stopping them from getting the women that they that they can actually like that you think when you put it's your so put easy. your pencil inside and you can get a chick oh outside. Oh my god. You can literally get a chick outside to sleep, but the fact that you're sleeping, you're trying to sleep with your employees, you're literally ruining your own company. Oh, like if you notice companies like that they become stagnant. They don't grow. Because every time the uh, um is it uh employee turnover yeah. is so high mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and also by the way, people when you're trying to get a job. Any company that the employee turnover is really high, please do your investigation. How do you find out? How do you find out? Now go. There's some employees on LinkedIn. When you go meet them, the former employees, they will actually open up. Oh, okay. They, yeah, and also there are some. If you can go if, if within that company, I know it's nosy. Ask mm. within those people who sell sugar cane food around there. They know stuff. Okay. They know stuff. So if you know the place physically, like, yeah, they okay. know. They really know stuff. And the thing is, I wish more ladies could be more ambitious in that sense. And no matter what. Mm you will make it with your leg closed because there's pride in it. No man, no woman will go around and say, if not because of me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that most ladies, I'm sorry I'm using ladies, want things easy because mm. I'm a woman. I have to get easy. Okay, so, And all this high, sorry for interrupting you. Cool. Just make sure that... I just wanted to ask like a question. Mm-hmm. In that, it's essentially what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but, but do you think that in some of these cases, um, employees might offer... Sex, sexual yeah. favors yeah. for um, better sexually attitude. transmitted um, jobs. <laughs> yeah, sexually yeah. transmitted jobs, promotions and stuff. Yeah, okay. and one thing I thank God for, to be honest, upbringing matters too. I thank God for how my parents brought me up. That mm-hmm. I saw how the the house when they had literally nothing. Okay. So I saw that, and I believe in hard work. Hard work really pays. Mm-hmm. So. Even if where I am right now, I don't mind selling tomatoes on the street as long as I get food to eat and I feel get money to go buy that nice dress. Mm-hmm. I will do it. I mm-hmm. don't care. That's one thing. I'm grateful to God that I was able to work in the salon because at first I was ashamed. I was like, hey, look at yeah. me. But I thought it taught me a lot of diligence. It taught mm-hmm. me how to respect people more in this industry. That even now I can be a CEO and literally respect the gate man more. Then you, I'm sorry, give respect to everyone. Because I know you are really working. Because mm-hmm. working in the service industry, I would say anyone, if possible, you have an opportunity to work in the service industry, do it. Mm-hmm. It will really humble you. Mm-hmm. And this is what most of the CEOs, they don't know. Some of them, I'll ask if you, if you am an employee, something, I'll ask, I've worked other, apart from this field, where, where have you ever worked? Because I want to say, I don't want the fact that I'll go employ somebody that will be shitty to other employees, to mm. even the beggar on the street. Give same respect to everyone. Character is important. Yes, because I'd rather employ someone who doesn't know how to do marketing yeah. and invest in them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I know that, okay, now it will be worth it, but I know that I invest in this person. This person will be more loyal to me yeah. because they know that, yes, this person actually built than for me to go work for a company. Because mm-hmm. I work for a company, the, the boss was not willing to invest in uh, educating um, his um, employees. Yeah. You're teaching, you're giving employees more roles to do. They don't know nothing. I'm literally forced to go research, pay for online Coursera for me to learn. I think that that already in itself just shows mm. that the place is not, it's not going to grow. Yeah. First of all, like they have, ter- they have like a shitty culture. Because how do you expect someone to do a job? Mm if you're not going to show them how to do yeah. it, especially if it wasn't part of the initial scope of work, like when you hired them. I know bosses what they do. What? You make agreement that, okay, before, definitely before your employee gets into the company, mm-hmm. you have to set, really, really set your standard right from the beginning. What do you mean? In terms of if you're in school, now you have to, even if you lie, your classes start at 5 
30 or 5. Mm-hmm. Please leave your company at 4.30 latest. So you have enough time. Set that standard. Mm. What else again? Um, even if you're sick and you don't you want to, your mental health is a lie. Because the thing is, somebody asked me, there's a question I even want to ask you now. Yeah. And I was asked, do you think it's wise to be honest to your boss about your mental health? I don't think it is. Because we'll use it against you. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah, like they might be like, okay, maybe that's why. It's it's just no. Because they'll be like, eh, come to me anytime you want to talk, feel comfortable. Trust me, I've been in that position. They will use it against you. It's, I was that naive. It's toxic, honestly. Like the work, the the culture around the, the workplace is very toxic. It's very, it's, what's this word? Um, This whole capitalist um world, it's, they've taken it, like they've taken it up a notch where it's like employees are competing with mm. each other and everybody is just trying to play this sneaky game. Yeah. Right? You can't it's just, even it's trust weird. your colleagues. It's so weird. Because not just your boss, even your colleagues telling them, because somebody can go sneak and be like, by the way, boss, this thing, this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also another one that I would like to talk about, religious and um, what's the name? Tribal nepotism. What do you think about it? I think nepotism generally is part of this whole, um, the corporate world and yeah. getting jobs. Like, the whole um, needing somebody else to, um, what's the word you gave me again? Oh, God, approve? It's not yeah. approve. Stuff like validate. endorse, yeah, validate. Yeah. Endo- yeah, endorse, validate you. That whole thing is, it's, it's like a highway. It's like the perfect setup, perfect system for nepotism to thrive. Like, okay, like in Nigeria, you notice Nigeria is really religious because of the, like you have the uh, high populated mm-hmm. uh, areas. But no, you think I, it matters in Nigeria? Because a lot of people in Nigeria are Christians. N- no, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Now the northern part of Nigeria. Yeah, but that's most, northern. Most companies are owned by Muslims. True. If you're not Muslims, forget about that job. Definitely. They'll go for that interview. You'll go for that interview, mm-hmm. but you'll get it. Yeah, but hmm, my question, okay, what I'll ask is, do you think that is necessary, that falls um, within the scope of nepotism? Because it could just be a certain type of hire that people, like they favor in that company. Like same way, apparently these days right now in the corporate world, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, apparently there's a quota for diversity hires that um, recruiters have to make, have to, the HR people have to essentially hit. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to, if um, the amount of uh, openings in the company at the start of the quarter was like maybe 20 people, mm-hmm. like a significant percentage, a set percentage, like maybe let's say 40% of those hires have to be part of the diversity group. True. Either black, um, disabled, Hispanic, um, part of the LGBTQ community, some type of L-O-M-O-B-Q. minority. That's what my mom says. L-O-M-O-Q. Yeah, so they have to be part of some diversity group, right? Minority group. I feel like that's a hypocrisy. Yeah, but like that fits generally like, okay, a Muslim owns a company, they want Muslim people. No, the thing is, they overlook competent people because they are not Muslims or not just Muslims. Mm-hmm. For let's forget, I'm using Muslim because I've heard the story like that. Yeah. So it is irrelevant to the religious. religion. Okay. So now, because maybe you want to hire this person is not um, Muslim, I'm um, mm-hmm. sorry, Christian, mm-hmm. they go be like, you're not Christian or you're a traditional worshiper mm-hmm. or you worship Shango. Or you, that Shango is a, a, an old Yoruba god. Or god of worship, thunder, I think. Yeah. Or uh, Oshun Ifa. You do all those things. Yeah. Oh, you we can't hire you. They do all that. So now this is and also when it comes to tribal, be like, eh, you're kiku you. No, no, no. We only we only need luos. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you think okay, I know you the last example you used, the tribal one mm. you, you mentioned Kikuyu, right? And those are Kenyan tribes. Yeah. But do you think 
that that first the whole if you're a Christian company you can hire people that are not Christian because they might be animist or Muslim or whatever. Do you think that that might be something that necessarily is tied to the the overall culture of the country itself? Because that seems very likely. It is tied to Africa mostly. I don't know about hmm. the Western world, no. but in Africa it is a strong thing where religion mm. and religion even annoyingly football club the football club you you actually support actually is a factor. What? Yeah, somebody went for an interview and the boss was a Liverpool fan. He asked what uh, club you support. Chelsea, that mood changed. Wait, was this? This is ridiculous. I swear. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So those stupid factors, see religion, tribe, football club, awkwardly, or sometimes maybe if they... they I'm telling you. Nigga went to uh, Twitter. He ranted. He ranted. He was like, "Bruh, since when do football club? Ma- like, when does it matter?" On that one, he had a sticker of I forgot to what club. <laughs> it was a problem on his car. It was a problem at work. What? Yeah, yeah. It's like that is getting. That's why I say Africa take unnecessary things. I don't know about. Do the you worst, think it's just an African thing? I really don't know about the Western world. That's why I keep on emphasizing. Yeah, okay, Africa. true. You have to use something that you can relate with. Yeah. Even oh, even in Kenya, yeah, I've had so many jo- government jobs. People want to like some people say government job you want to get. You have to be a certain tribe before you get hired. Yeah, that whole yeah. I, get it. I have a friend who did an internship in uh, Nairobi City Council. She said the majority of the tribes were I've forgotten what tribe, but let me just say example Kikuyu. Yeah, yeah. but I know it's not Kikuyu mm-hmm. example. And she too, she struggled because she was Kamba. Oh my god, she struggled. She was Kamba. So the whole thing is, brah, this thing. Like, it's like, brah, I don't even know. It's like, now what is the right way? What are the, what's the right way to actually get a job? One, and then maintain a job. And two, like how, why is it so different when it, like for genders, for different genders? Why is it difficult? I rephrase that question. Why is it difficult for most women to maintain jobs? Because most men maintain jobs better than women. Okay, Men, you notice okay. they stay longer in a company than women do. <laughs> and I'm saying because... I have, I have such a problem with that. Yeah, because most women, if you have your standard high, trust me, you won't last long in a company. For, to be honest, if you have your standard high and the company is putting in a position where you have to compromise it and it's not okay for your mental health, you find yourself with either you leave or you be there, you be the most angry person on earth. I had a conversation with a friend recently, right? A couple of weeks ago and... We're talking about how, um, okay, so in Nairobi, mm. in Kenya, from my experience, I've spoken to a lot of people, right? And they were like, they've been like, you work a job with this company for a while and it happens. It's like this weird trend mm. where you get paid, maybe if you're lucky, for like a full year, right? And then somewhere during the second year, you stop receiving your salary and it's just like promises. It's like, okay, you're going to get your salary. Don't worry. Um, three months passes. Oh, don't worry. You're going to get your salary. Four months. Go and get your salary. And then six months, seven months, for those that have the endurance for it. Mm. And it gets to this point where now the company holds, owes you a significant amount of money. and Where you can't even leave. Yeah, you're just stuck in this weird limbo. And eventually your contract and your work with them is just like terminated. It's this weird, not no real ending type thing, right? And you stop working with them and it never reimbursed you, right? And we're talking about it. We're like, I was in that situation. I'm, I'm not surprised. Mine was over time. Over, I was working Christmas period. Oh my God. Anyone who's listening to me to know what I'm talking about, those who have told the story. Over it's, time, working Christmas period, mm-hmm. Nigga was making me move from one place to another and it was outside my row. Mm-hmm, your scope of work, yeah. Yeah, it was outside it. Time for overtime, he told, told, he told me that way, that way you work for me, that oh, when you work, I'll pay you, don't worry, it's paid for. That's terrible. 
accountant, I told the accountant I need my overtime. Yeah. I was promises because I worked, I had no time. I no, had no problem working during Christmas mm-hmm. period because I had nothing doing. So yeah. I was okay to at least keep me busy. Mm-hmm. So after you've made promises, which was recorded, I intentionally, actually, it was a video record. Mm-hmm. Now you're literally telling, you're literally, accountant went to go meet him. And mm-hmm. the, the, the guy was like, just like, did hand like this. <laughs> like, so right, okay, for those who can see, like he kind of used his hand to like, dismiss, dismiss it. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, right? Why is there not the question that where I was going with that initial mm. story? And, you know, it works exactly perfectly with what you were just talking about now is why is there not a body that keeps these people, like essentially polices, um, these companies. We have the labor labor unions. But they're useless. No, they are actually active. Those who are actually active are not favorite. They're not, they don't do this favorite thing of a thing. Mm-hmm. Those who are active, mm-hmm. you have to also, if you know a uh, labor uh, employment lawyer, it's mm-hmm. going to help you. And also another thing, have it in mind, those of you who want to go report CEO to the board, mm-hmm. board will never fire the CEO, let me tell you. Go check. Um, just reassign him tech, or her. Yeah, Tech Cabal is a, <clears throat> is a tech uh, article company that writes about scandals. The magazine most, or something. Yeah. So most about most technology companies into tech. Mm. So now, the article uh, spoke about most of the articles I read about some of the CEOs yeah. who, who are involved into sexual harassment, mm, money laundering, and yeah. all those scandals. The things that they never fired them, they just reassigned them. It's either they oh move them God. as CEO and playing that person and put them as board of directors or advisors of the company, or they push him down. Yeah. Yeah, they push him down. Yeah. So yeah, so I think we have to wrap this up. This is actually is uh, that a, is that one hour? Yeah, we're well, taking more. It's than one, one hour. hour. Oh my God! Big, <laughs> I didn't think annoying. we were going to talk about this for like one hour. Yeah, yeah and we're not even yet done. We have uh, so many things okay, to talk we about. To, we might have to like split this into. Yeah, we'll split part one and two. So, but only do that based on your specification. If you want to talk, yeah. If you guys want to hear more about this, if we get a lot of engagement and more comments on this, then we'll have no choice but to talk about this another episode. Not yeah. immediately after this episode, but another yeah, episode. Yeah, we extended. Yeah. So please, 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 we need your comments in our uh, Instagram, mostly Instagram. Yeah, on the post. And also in Apple Podcast, there's a section for Apple Podcast down where you can comment. Okay. And also leave your honest review and also press the star. Uh, Spotify doesn't have that, so you can just click mm-hmm. um really um is it start the review that makes sense <laughs> and also google i don't know but you can leave review so yeah. so far guys please 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 your your review your comments and also reposting it share it, yeah because the podcast uh, platform will will recommend us to other people mm-hmm. so if you want us at least you want to say you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're growing we're celebrities Imagine, think about oh, it. God. Hey, Messi, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the people out there that are saying that I speak more like a Nigerian in this podcast than in actual conversation. Call their names. Thunder fire. Say it with your full chest. <laughs> Say it. Don't go oh. through the corners. <laughs> oh, someone's going to come for me after this. Uh-huh. So, so guys, honestly, we really enjoyed this episode because we have so much to talk yeah. about. Yeah, And so I know much. you guys can relate out yeah. there. So we want you guys to share your own experience. Like yeah. give us your worst experience. with, the, with Even the your crappy, best experiences too. Yeah. Let us not be too negative. Yeah. yeah, With the crappy boss or best boss, like stuff. If not just boss, yeah. but also employees and the rest. Yeah. Side so note, cool. actually, the, the boss that wanted to undercut me with the whole salary team mm. was, she was amazing. She was like phenomenal yeah. before that point. 
Okay, okay there was this one time she was acting really bitchy, but <laughs> I mean. so apart from that, guys, thank you very much. Repost, share, also yeah. share with your village people so they can do their spiritual sharing too. <laughs> thank you very much. No, 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 no. Share with your pastor, I beg. I beg. Yeah, if your pastor is part of the village people, then no, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. So, guys, so for those who come, always comment, repost, if you have your business, trust me, without asking, we will promote it on this platform. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. thank you very thank much. You for tuning in and yeah. we'll see you guys next time peace out and turn that fire those who don't listen <laughs> <laughs> radical bye bye bye